0: Before we start the show, a word from our sponsor. Lyndon, we got sponsors. Hell yeah, we do. Well, I guess we gotta thank Dash Mortgage and You First Realty. Who are those guys? They're your full service mortgage and real estate brokerage. Who is behind that? Our good friend, Dan Horgan. Dan Horgan? Yeah, he not only rips out in the water, but he's an experienced loan professional. Hmm, so what does he do? He helps out in conventional FHA, VA, refi, or jumbo loan products. So Dan has the lenders to make it happen? Yes, and he'll give you the best service in the industry. Nice. Dash mortgage with no bogus fees or points? That's right. Just give Dan five minutes of your time to hear what he can do for you. So who does all the real estate then? That would be me. What? Well, Dan has his license too, but I work under Dan. Okay. Yeah. But you're a real estate agent, too? You know this. Oh, yeah. I remember now. I helped you get your house. Oh, you did? Yeah. All right. So if you're looking to buy, sell your home or looking for an investment property, give me a call. So not only a RUCA rep, you're an experienced realtor. Yeah. I didn't quit my day job, London. I still I still work for (laughs) RUCA. Okay. I do real estate on the weekends. Yeah, I've been offering great incentive programs for all my friends and family to keep more equity in their pocket. I guess I'm not a friends or family because I never heard about this. <laughs> <laughs> but all you on the Late Night and Chalky podcast, Saul, call our office, 714-784-5736 and mention the Late Night with Chalky podcast. Nice. Anything else we know need to know about Dash Mortgage? Um, just our California Realtor BRE number, 0199-3245.
1: Okay, let's stop talking about real estate and mortgages. Let's talk about what really matters and what is that. Surf trips. And where do we like to go?
0: Off my mind, Nicaragua. And where do we stay in Nicaragua? The one and only Mark and Dave's. Mark and Dave's.
2: An exclusive,
1: inclusive, -inclusive all-inclusive... Boutique hotel on the beach... Waves out front, ponga drops, waves down the beach, Colorado's, where I saw late night lar get Shactified.
0: Oh, insane in the membrane down there. Tons of barrels, but better yet, it's not just the surf that's insane down there. It's just this compound that they have. Killer poolside, killer food, top of the line chefs, you name it. It's in a safe, gated
1: community. Uh, they'll pick you up at the airport. They'll drop you off at the uh, at the house. Um, there's ping pong table. There's horseback multi- riding. There's horseback riding. Yeah. There's world class fishing. Golfing. There's golfing. Um, the scenic. I mean, it's it's the best. You could get a massage
0: after surfing for four hours in the morning. Yeah.
1: So it's great for people that are traveling by themselves. It's a great place to bring your family. It's a great place to have a retreat. It's a great place to have, you know what I'm saying, bachelor parties. You know what I'm saying? I think we've been there for all of the above. We might have. So go to Mark and Dave's website and mention Late Night with Chalky Podcast, and you're going to get 200 bucks off, uh, off selected weeks for the rest of 2019. Oh, Sign me up. This is insane. Mark and Daves, friends and family, brothers and sisters, welcome to the Late Night with Chalky podcast.
0: Welcome. We are here <laughs> with our good buddy, Travis Ferre. Did it. I say that right? You nailed it. Nice. See? You're French, right? So
1: for those of you who don't know who Travis Perre is, his body of work has been uh, working at Huntington Surf and Sport. Then yes. oh, Surfing well Magazine. Mm-hmm. And then What Youth?
2: Yep. What and youth?
1: then now Inherent Bummer.
2: Yeah. Oh, you forgot. I worked at Precision Glassing. I swept the floors for the guys. Oh, okay. Oh, we'll slide it. I actually started before HSS. All
0: right. We'll slide
1: that in there. Later. All right. We'll slide that in. <laughs> yeah. So, but, but before we go Some through all, words. let's start at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, where and when did you start
2: surfing? Where and when did I start surfing? I. Well, I, I started surfing in the Seal Beach River. I think was probably where some of my first sessions went down. My dad surfed. He was like a Bolsa Chica local, so um, you know he couldn't have been more excited when I, you know, was interested in surfing. Obviously. How old were you? Uh, well, there's photos of me when I'm I'm like you know, Seven or six or seven doing the like surfing by yourself on yeah washes. forcing you in yeah, or yeah but surf? I had a, I had a, my own custom board when I was six or seven whoa um shaped by Jeff Widener who I think you have to check this and ask why was but I think he might be one of the shapers at Lost Now or he had a run he's he's a pretty he's legit well, yeah huh. he was at Stewart or um, well was that Mike
1: Widener or Matt what
2: Jeff Widener Jeff Wid yeah. Anyways, this is a cool, like, God, if I had it now, it was like a cool egg. So I had like a proper surfboard. My first board was like a custom Skip boogie boarding bag. or straight straight to surfing? I, I mean, like I rolled in the sand boogie boarding a little bit, as everyone kind of did. But yeah. that that was my intro and the SEAL Jetty doing that. And then I don't, you know, there's like hiatus. I play football, like tackle football. I love football. Pop is water, like, buddy. Yeah. Right I did, there. Junior American. Junior American.
0: I was, G. 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 Um, I was hunting to be dolphin. Um, Why don't you continue on? You're totally buff and No, arrest. I am. I'm not like the biggest football. Player. Oh yeah, <laughs> well, to play. Yeah, I'm still a fan, but like,
2: yeah. When I got to high school, I think like I I didn't grow, and everyone else was still was huge. I feel you. But I was friends with the guy. I think I actually bridged jocks and skaters and surfers. that was like the
0: beginning of my. Lyndon was trying out for a drill too because you could do backflips. <laughs> you could huh? probably.
1: I, I was in gymnastics. Yes.
0: Yeah. You know uh, the guys running around with the flags, at the beginning? Yes. Bro. Dude, I'm just kidding. Did you really? <laughs> <laughs> so no. You, you I was it. in
1: gymnastics, <laughs> okay. but not in drill or song or oh, any of that. Well, I got
0: respect
2: for gymnastics. My brother was a gymnast. My sister. Really? Yeah. Okay, all okay. right. Yeah, there's scats. scats. I mean, so that's an elite spot right there. Yeah,
1: awesome. So you started surfing. You loved it.
2: Yeah, I loved it. I had a little, like, a, a jock stint, probably from, like, age eight to... Twelve, and then I got to middle school. I started picking up surfing fifth and sixth grade. But in sixth grade, I met like a core group of guys like Brent Locken and um, Casey severson Guys who made, you know they went on to jobs in the industry. But
3: yeah, Jeff got, Joyce.
2: Jeff Joyce. It got that's when it got competitive. Where like I looked across, and like me and Brent were best friends, but we're like, I'm gonna do a three sixty before you. And it, <laughs> and, you know, our-
1: the spirit of performance is what defines Acura, and now it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com.
4: I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry... The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favourite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate.
2: First race of surfing began. Right. Like, oh, look at my new board who's going to be the first to get sponsored. And that, like, yeah. I think creates that... That's ...that, like, passion. Yeah, point. yeah. It's like, oh, and my dad... Was There's nothing one
1: like one up in your friends. Yeah, that's... Okay. Right, Lar? In oh. ping pong?
0: Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> you should have been a wire Oh, like, really? You
1: smoke, buddy. Oh, shit. Yeah, okay. Are,
2: we had a ping pong game. I mean, ping pong is a... God, it gets ugly. Yeah. Ping pong does. But I think, yeah, the to that... Like, that was... When surfing became like a, I quit the, you know, I like quit football, I quit baseball, and it was like all in on that. But and you played was, uh, little league and yeah, played I, was, football. I was doing all that, and then it just yeah, that surf thing kind of wins out. It's like you, yeah, you start to understand the culture. And my dad was like probably the biggest influence on our whole friend group. He was he would pile take us everybody in Astro Astrovan and go on surf trips to Oceanside it and did. and like churches. Open up your eyes to like different ways. Yeah, like I mean, he would build the the romantic. You know, build yeah. the romance up in the car. Like we used to go here, we used to go here, and so these spots, like Cotton's Point, was like this. Like, might as well been macaroni's growing up. It was like, totally. We gotta get to that. We level. haven't
1: had a guest whose dad really um, drove him around and, and was a real surfer Yeah. yeah. right? This yeah. is you're kind of our first guest that, uh, yeah. that well, the dad was fully involved. All I mean, all
0: my friends were lucky too, is because yeah. they, they drafted off that.
2: None of their dads well, and
0: moms are. We, being had, we had a guest whose dad. Took them everywhere, but he didn't surf. Yeah, he was like the you know, Wally. all, all, all Wally's people. dad. No, um, the Vander? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. We have, yeah.
1: we've had people. Val, uh, Mark Richards, um, from Val Surf, his dad used to take him around.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. it's what's well, it's a huge thing. My dad, Brian, for Algorithmus. Shout out. uh, I know that dude. He literally, yeah, like he took a a ton of us, like young surfers. And we were like northern Huntington on the border of like the seals, surfside seal, Huntington cliffs zone. Yeah. And we kind of like that was our circle, you know? Yeah. It was huge. We'd go to seal and like try to surf the river. Yeah. Um, But then, yeah, Bolsa Chica was like every weekend. Tower
1: 33, 26, what?
2: it used to be Tower 22 is that first lot, which okay. is now, like, the dogs took over, and it's not even a the bank anymore. And then there's, like, the Cove, which is the proper cliffs. Yeah. Uh, now. So that's, yeah. that's my spot, bro. That's right. It cut, used to be. You're going to cut that part, right? I can't talk about that. I show up there sometimes. Yeah. that's Well, I have a story, we'll get that way into the high school years, of how we ended up being cliffs locals. I think we probably got there, but we weren't well-liked at the beginning because our surf team started surfing there. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, like Chad Wells had to go to war for us. Okay. How many?
0: How many were in the surf team at Marina? Yeah, um, I
2: I followed like guys like Dan Finell who kind of like put it on the map that, you, that we were like a thing, and then so Dan thirty five of us, yeah, and we That's pretty decent. Chad kind of mentioned it. We had like a weird, just sort of a, a magical moment. We weren't like we weren't Micah Byrne or Timmy Reyes, but we had like. Dodger Kreml gave us like some st- status yeah. in the scene, but we had like really good core surfers like that that kind of like made Marina get a second glance. Like we weren't make Marina get, we, great again. Yeah, we weren't like <laughs> well. So just so having Wellesley coach there was huge. Yeah, when he got there, he whipped us into shape. He was someone mm-hmm. for us to like look up to. I mean, he had sponsors. He knew this. He knew the guys. He got us jobs. He got us. He, sponsors. he was the in <laughs> And like he, he said on the podcast, he he would strategize. He'd have like us good guys go surf the ways. and then like if you were not maybe that great of a surfer, he'd be like, "All right, here's your job. You go <laughs> sit on Timmy Reyes, not let him catch away. Or he had strategies, and and um,
3: it was always a way to win.
2: He he was he was good like that. But at the end of the day, the parts I take away from Chad is just like he was the real deal surf guy. He was, yeah, he was not a wrestling coach posing as a surf coach. He was, yeah. He was like a good surf coach. Yeah. You know, it's like having like someone you respect and you want to he's, surf like.
1: He's so he's like a surfer, surfer. Oh, yeah. I got
2: an email he, from him yesterday from his big corporate Quicksilver email that like made my year. Just uh, his enthusiasm for wanting to promote this like independent surf video. And I know he's got a lot of higher ups, but he was so enth- he's like, what do you mean? Pizza, beer, venue? <laughs> I'm psyched, this is getting made, and I heap I, I couldn't have been more like yeah. psyched to just get that enthusiasm out of him through all that he's been through in the industry and like yeah. whatever. Like he's, he's our guy in, yeah. in
0: that building. Yeah. That yeah. big giant Quicksilver. In. And, well, that's like, what brands need, especially on a brand, the size of Quicksilver, you need guys on the pulse and in the mix and, yeah. and knowing, you know, and what, we talk
1: about it a lot. Authenticity, yeah. you yeah. know,
0: like and people, you know, if you're like, not
1: authentic, you, you And you have the wrong people that aren't authentic, eventually everybody sees that and they walk away from you. you
2: Well, there's, I think, right now in this uh, iteration of our industry, it's like it's real easy to come into it with a a test tube and be like, here's everything that works. But, you know, your guys' podcasts are just things that start with like the purest of intentions. It's like why we got a Volk of, they didn't follow the rules. Like, they like broke the rules and did everything wrong when they started and that's why we love they didn't care about becoming like a fashion brand they didn't care about it just doing it for you know like
0: for newport yeah at that time. yeah they started grassroots and that's you know everybody you know wants to stay grassroots for as long as they can and yeah you know the only way you can do that is making sure you're you're hiring the, the right people that have a pulse on, yeah. on the like next generation and are in the mix and, and are showing up to the little totally. shops at the beach, at the contest, you know, you need somebody there. Totally. And you could, you, you know,
2: somebody, you know, probably way smarter than me would come in and say that you could, you know, you need someone that maybe is like, has a higher educator, understands the new marketing and the tech. Um, but I think in surfing, I, I want desperately for it to be this unicorn. Yeah. Space that, you know, at the end of the day, it has to come back to this. It has to come back to, to the parking lots and the, kids and the like enthusiasm for it the, the magic yeah. like you know i could leave every marketing director's office and, and they could tell me uh, how much roi they need or how much what they need in their computers and their spreadsheets and um what but there's like a magic in surfing and we've never we didn't used to try to get to collaborate with like fashion brands we didn't care and that's what made us like who we are yeah and i think right now there's a lot of like you know what the WSL is doing has made my surf viewing experience really good. But it's also like it's it's just the right algorithm, but they're missing like so much of the magic and the, the unknown and the creativity. Yeah. Um, and so it's that's definitely a-
1: head and shoulders better than it used to be. Oh it's yeah.
2: it's beautiful. Like what what, what they what they're producing is <clears> something <throat> that I'm so impressed by. Yeah. And, and then it goes
0: back to the the people that they have You know, not running. You know, there's a ton of people behind the scenes that are probably doing you know a lot of stuff to make it happen, which you know I got to applaud them. But the guys in front of the mic, yeah, they're all direct. They all have their space. They connect well. They're you know good partnerships with you know I
1: mean Potts, Peter Mel, Strider.
0: Yeah, Yeah, Barton Lynch. You got ex-world champions, and you guys got guys that've been in industry and and all those guys are are great to listen to. And that's what you need. But
1: let's go back.
3: Yeah, let's, yeah, let's to, rewind.
1: Back to uh, you when you were in high school, the, the
0: beauty of youth. Let's get nostalgic.
1: So, did you you started surfing contests in high school, or did you do I did, it
2: before? I think I did like NSCA Junior, which you I think you're in middle school for those. Yeah, 13 to 15. Yeah, I was like or depending on the division. Yeah, Paul Morrow had the NSCA Junior, which was kind of like a. It was like where Marina kids would go test out if they could do open and mm. or uh, step up with the. the, the did you have so success? Um, in NSA Junior, I kind of did not success. I was like, I remember I making made finals, a final with Brett Simpson. Um, like, yeah, I, yeah. We can talk about Brett later, but I have like Brett is an anomaly. He went from like zero <laughs> to hero in like half an hour. There's yeah. a couple people that, done are, that. Yeah, yeah have
1: done that, like
2: I, like Billy Safer, Like you said, teach Brett to surf. Yeah, <laughs> like Brett could, like, was, didn't, yeah. couldn't could make it outside. Yeah, and then all Brett of a sudden, this, and yeah. I saw
0: that and then like. I'm like, whoa.
2: Yeah, we, we talked
0: about and this, and I, I just had a conversation with somebody about like, you know, you could have the drive, you could have the will, you could have the support system, the best board, but you know, a lot of it's just natural, natural like gift, you know, inborn like, genetics, talent, and, and you know, you can't teach that. You can, uh, can't. Brett was is
2: great. If you can go back and have him bring footage in of like that yeah. night that it happened, because he went to bed just an average. Middle school surgery. I, <laughs> I woke up with an "N" sticker on his
0: board. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, I it was I, I was blown away.
3: Yeah,
4: because like, and he started a
0: little later than most. Yeah, yeah. Kids, you know, based on where he grew up, but you know, his dad being a football player and didn't have the, the you know mm-hmm. surfer dad. Yeah. So I mean, it, it was you know. Yeah, it it's, it's, he he locked into that. Earlier. Yeah,
1: and there's not. And that's a unicorn, right? There, yeah. there isn't very many people like that. I mean, Courtney Conlogue is like that too.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, who else is it? Uh, Pat O'Connell.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you... you from
1: Him too? Yeah. Is he yeah. from inland or something?
0: I think so. And I don't think he started until um, a little bit later too. Yeah. But Which I think is cool.
2: <laughs> yeah. that's, that's like... That's, no, it's great. thing is, is like the weirdest. It's so impossible to conquer and that's why it's it's like a testament to the Brits and the I was like yeah. oh, we 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 there. there's something in them that I were mean
1: all... we're sitting here with one of the na- the best natural free surfers
2: where laybackers in the world Yeah,
1: laybackers of the world and you know he's had honestly you've had a pretty successful career and you still have it going on Make late know, night, to, right? You should,
2: you should have dropped the mic at Voluptuous. Well, <laughs> that was pretty sick.
0: Yeah. Have just hung it up then. I don't know. That was, that was like
2: uh, – well, loose change
0: is pretty, pretty – Yeah. No,
1: he, he stretched out that freaking career for a while there.
3: Yeah. I mean, those, I, those, I, are
0: the, I, those are epic parts. I, 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 yeah. I, I thought I hung it up a little prematurely because I didn't want to be that 35-year-old chasing the dream and not having anything to fall back on. So I kind of – Knew, yeah, that in would come. Let's just
1: say it your wife is smart, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Get to work. Well, luckily, the,
2: the industry is set up for, to to catch a lot of talented, smart surfers now, yeah. But there's we're in a place where it's happening a lot more. Like, there was a, the boom 10 yeah. years ago where everybody was sponsored, and right now, there's you know, there's really yeah. elite guys who are having a tough time getting, the yeah, sponsor. and so this. It'll be interesting to see if the industry can sort of, like, write the shit for for guys, and I hope they do. So, sponsor,
0: what was your first
2: sponsor? Uh, My first sponsor was Pure Juice, and I was on the same team as Kelly Slater. It was, like, the best day of my life. (laughs) Except... My how did you get on, on? My best friend got on the, same, the team the same day, so it wasn't. Like, it was it as cool. It over. Like, <laughs> like, did you get? Oh, you got it too. <laughs> uh, how are you I gonna place your stickers? Who? Snickers? How, she, um, my resume is going back out. How did you get on? I, we we literally like. I mean, this was like a great job training. We made resumes and videos. You know, like literally on the VHS tapes of us like filming average clips, um, and then put together resumes just like where we're from. And schools, and then like our I wish I kept mine somewhere. Some now, surf everything,
0: shots. now everything's on, a, you know, hard drive somewhere. Yeah. Anything you've done, but like when we were you, even the videos, I'm like, man, yeah. I wish I yeah. had that first raw copy. Yeah, but yeah, there I, was I, a I, video
1: I, that got made of Lar, and it was called J Lar Black and White. Yeah. We <laughs> called <laughs> it, Spider-Man. or we, we actually call it was Black was and it Gray. No, it was it was after was Kelly. Kelly, but Jay it had it.
0: Had my version, and my his and low
1: budget version. So, so Pure Juice.
2: Oh, yeah. So I got it. I got like, you know, we sent these out to every page in the magazine, basically. And just hope that some guy regionally thinks this is a good idea to send you shoes, which Pure Juice is like kind of just launched and they had just signed Kelly. I don't, I don't know. You remember Pure Juice? Oh, yeah. 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 We like, sold them at HSS. Keith Malloy was on the team.
1: They're terrible.
2: Yeah, like the shoes well, were like super like, weird. It's a weird concept to make shoes for surfers in general. I, I mean, we still haven't figured that out, right? Like, what do what we wear? Uh, because at
1: like, that time, uh, Reebok came out with shoes too, and they were called Box B O K S. And that was Luke Egan and oh, Lisa wow. Anderson, and I think Shane
2: Herring. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
1: And then you guys, it was Kelly. It
0: was Kelly, Travis Fran, launching <laughs> Pure Juice. Uh, no, Other I, guys, but we don't care about them. We <laughs> just care about the Kelly Slater and Travis Fran. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was just like a big deal to me. I remember, you
2: know, put a sticker on your board, got a pair of shoes. You're yeah. the king all day. I think the shoes were probably like a men's like nine, and I probably wore like a kid's 13. So probably, <laughs> they didn't make kids. So stuff, why so did you like, go
1: for... You sent it to a bunch of different yeah, yeah. brands? Yeah, I was
2: sending it out. And they just were kind of like probably making a marketing push and, and like saw that they had these two kids running to one of the pair of shoes and stickers. Were you
1: – how old were you?
2: That that was – I think that was seventh grade, sixth grade. Wow. We were on. I mean we – Yeah. Like the thing – I'm like standing in the shadow of like Micah Byrne who was writing for Billabong and like going – in my mind – Timmy Reyes is like in the magazine with yeah. Martinez. And so we understood like the game – you know, we were, you know, lucky enough to grow up in a place that's kind of, like, built for that. And yeah. It didn't, like, take away at that point from our just, like, sheer passion. It was just, like, made us try to get better Yeah. At well, stuff. that's,
1: like, you know, when you're a young surfer and your peers are getting, you know, achieving, you know, things like sponsors, like, yeah, you want to do that, too.
3: Yeah.
1: And, um, but it's just, that's seventh grade. For me, it seems so... Those other kids are in seventh grade too, but then when I think about you know my talent and my capacity of surfing and how I was back then, seventh grade, I wasn't surfing.
2: <laughs> really? No, again, it's, we're lucky that we were. I think that's what we thought we had a leg up. Yeah. Da- my dad would drop us off earlier than everyone else's dad because he surfed with us. Yeah. So it's like those. He would literally. We started school at seven forty-five, and we would, you know, here and there pick days and go surf at five. And I don't know, my dad just taught me all these like romantic, you know, roll the windows down, it's freezing ass cold, and like we're driving in our wet, I don't know, like all the like core things in the van's just like yeah. a mess piled with boards. And he's a painter, so there's just like paint flying around in the van and like yeah. why it smells and it's, we're probably. H- your just, dad was toxic. the coolest dad out of and all he, your friends. He introduced me to Lyndon, and it's because Lyndon always at HSS remembered my dad and me being a little tiny, tight. And he just was like, rad, because the guys that worked at HSS recognized, you know like the local people who shopped all the time right? Yeah, and that planted the seed for me I think like this is where
0: I want to work and yeah. be and like Lyndon always just said hi to my dad so my dad you know loved so, Lyndon so HSS was your like local surf shop like or did you hang out at any others like in Seal yeah
2: the very first surf shop I walked into was the, the 17th Street HSS yeah. 15th. 15th that thing smelled like the, the sex wax that worked like <laughs> shit but it like smelled so good yeah it was like hard as a rock but it's it's like what they make back time. then,
0: yeah back then as a grom, i mean your your board was your everything you would you know polish it and fix all the dings and you would get the base coat you know yeah you would rub it and get base the perfect coat. get the perfect yeah, little bead perfect bumps yeah and then you would get the like top top layer and it just had to be perfect oh, you I know
1: mean, what we should start on our instagram is having people send us uh Wax best, beads. best beads
0: somebody did that. Somebody, or somebody
1: that. I kind of remember yeah, something yeah. like that something yeah that
0: that, that'll uh, have that to is. be our uh but I, yeah I just remember getting like even little like dings on it. a crappy old like RL twin fin I think I took like an inch off the nose purling one oh, day true. and I, I like reshaped it with like cotton balls and <laughs> putting in the resin and like you know reshape you know that was everything we did
1: so you got sponsored at seventh grade.
2: Well yeah. By... I, mean, I feel like I'm get, it, get it, like making it sound more like I was like a young pro. I was not. This was like, like somebody at the company thought we were cute pro <laughs> Like hey, which for whatever, year. so we had like, you know, we had stickers and, and we're doing staging juniors and just being kids and skating and surfing and driving. So you were that, skating too? Well like long ramp skating. Yeah. I, I was surfing I never wanted to twist my ankle and not surf. Yeah. And, and I, I always, like, use that as my excuse of why I never, like, evolved skating. Yeah. But you're always on them. You're, you're, that's your life. And, um, yeah, it's, it's really just, like, middle school is the time when you're with your best friends and you, you're pushing. Everything about surfing is romantic. The fact that, like, ever get on a plane or the surfboard would be, like, insane. Driving the ocean side was, like, nothing better. Yeah. <laughs> like, anywhere foreign. So what was um, so your... all those seeds were planted at that stage and c- competition with your friends. I never really cared about getting the, the place, like, placing. I always wanted to just, like, do better or do something sick in front of my friends, you know, while they watch me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think my, like, high pinnacle NSSA moment was, like, at a, I think it was, na- it was nationals, but it was at Salt Creek. So maybe it was, like, state championships or something. I did, in the last second, I did, like, a grab rail reverse off the right into the rocks, like, hail mary it was my Dan reynolds at Haliva moment <laughs> pulled it got like a four <laughs> made it four that's it somehow did a reverse in, in a heat and I, I seriously probably walked up the salt creek steps and like never came back and janice just waited by <laughs> i was like i've got six Dude, the next heat. sat out there and did, did you claim right? it though That's that right? my competitive mic drop i think because <laughs> you know i have friends
0: on the beach and like, wow
2: you like that's what you dream of right like, yeah you don't do anything the whole heat and then have that one move that is kind of your hammer and that was like my hammer like that grab roll and now they do psycho but this was probably like a little slide so (laughs) so, uh, but anyways that yeah we're driving a competitive fire started and was extinguished right there
1: (laughs) (laughs) so you stopped surfing
2: contests no I mean like I went to college and like when I was going to college I did the team and okay so I show up and he, Yeah, I'd show up He's there. I did like some city contests and
1: City I, contests I would, are insane.
2: Yeah, I would show up. It's fun. Yeah. I, like, I love that. I know well, I, that's, their, that's because the
0: Easter series was like the jam. Because yeah. you could win 125 bucks. But okay. that goes back to you just wanting to outperform or do something cool in front of your friends. Like yeah, those yeah. local ones, you know, when you get to the big big stage it's like, man, I just want to do well, but when you have somebody you're close to or somebody you surf with a lot, and yeah. right there, you're like you get extra. That's tired. when you show
2: up and like yeah, Mike and Timmy are doing like <laughs> you kids kind of deflating. Yeah, and I'd rather like watch my friend Brett do a cutback and be like I'm better than <laughs> get that like, I could do. Yeah.
1: um Hi. Hey. Good. Okay. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. We're we're recording a podcast.
3: Oh God. God. I'll it right here.
1: Alrighty thanks um so
0: where do, where do you want to go from here <laughs> uh, hi, high school um oh high school Oh boy yeah i mean did you you guys did the surf team yeah high school in, is... and you said you worked before surfing sport at precision
2: glass, precision. glass. Yeah, via... yeah it was it, it was i was probably 15 chad wills was the coach i was probably sophomore i guess and uh I wanted to get a job somehow in the surf industry, and so he's, I was riding chassis at the time in that, like, Westminster industrial complex where they make boards and yep. all kinds of shady shit, or <laughs> whatever goes on back there, <laughs> but it's where all the good shapers were, um, but they they were glassing Merrick's, it's like uh, Clutch and Devin, uh, I don't know, I can't remember their last names, Yeah. like, just yeah. local glass, they were really good glassers, and uh, so I just went in there one day, like, this just, like, tiny, tiny kid, and... You know, Chad's like, core, legit dude, I'm just like, knock on it, frail, little me, like, Chad said, I could, like, clean up the <laughs> shop, I mean, these dudes had, like, porn mags on the toilet, like, <laughs> talking shit, like, beers yeah, flying
0: full, posters, both in the surf bag, yeah, yeah,
2: might, yeah. might have been
1: some weed in the background,
2: yeah. which, you know, these are my formative years, but I, I was, like, a pretty sensitive, good kid, I was, I, you know, I just went to surf, and, but this, I, these guys gave me, like, a really good education. They were super rad to me and, and like, nice. But I worked hard, like, I mean, that first day going in there when they hadn't had a cleanup kit in a while. Like, that was fucking heavy. Wow. <laughs> I mean, like, tape balls the size of, like, mountains and resin everywhere. And Did you have to rip up the floor at one point I didn't have time? to rip up the floor with a It was just, like, every trash can was, like, covered in, in steel. Yeah. Just, God, and they're shit. just like, yeah, oh, i know, just, like, take it all out there. I mean, it's right. toxic as hell. I was like an introduction to the to the mess that is making a surfboard which makes you appreciate shaping glass yeah, and sand everything yeah. that goes into it resin pumping like ever, filling anything with those materials is, is crazy work and you know after i cleaned it up i hope like there was less pubes in the glass and <laughs> everything like, got better after i was there but it, like i really just liked going there it took me like 30 minutes by the end to clean up and then i just kind of sit around and like listen to them tell yeah. surf stories yeah. and, Talk about girls and like that was kind of a cool introduction and then quickly I was expired on that when you're just like okay my friends are working at the surf shop and that's so when who, I started banging on the door of Linda like who, 15 who, and a half who project?
1: um got a job at HSS first you or? I think
2: Brent got it probably like a half my friend Brent who are we can
0: you gotta have like
2: you your like put your yardstick to measure it? like how Who's better?
0: <laughs> I'm going to get their job first. Yeah. I'm gonna get
2: their no, job honestly, here. I think he got hired like probably 30 minutes before. Me, no but, way. But like, yeah, it, it was like we we all were – that was our dream. Yeah. We got it all at the same time. And that started our
1: – All four of you worked there. Yeah, there's a, a
2: bunch the of Marina time. kids. But so basically like we we abandoned ship on Marina at that point. Like we'd surf there, but our social, you know, we would Huntington. date hunting some girls. We would like, <laughs> it was because we kind of like got planted with the guys who – you know, went to Huntington. I had a period where I wanted to go to Huntington High School because that's where all the you know, everybody that ripped went there and that's the dream. They were the number one high school team. you're like, if I'm gonna do anything in this industry or in this like culture, I gotta go yeah. to Huntington. But that like faded after I started working at Huntington Service Board is like the best of both worlds. It was yeah like I got to be bros with them and then we got to like surf against them, which kinda made it more fun. Like by the time I was junior, senior it was like Micah, Sean Rios were like seniors, I'm junior and like, really good surfers were
1: I know. see Rios every once in a while. Yeah. Did you,
2: he's still did sure you work?
1: Can you believe he um, went to college and, like, got psychology? Oh, he's smart. He's dude. super smart. He's so smart. I never, I honestly never knew that.
2: He was so, so Like, I mean, he's gnarly he, smart. Yeah. I'm super smart. Yeah.
0: Did you work at the Main Street
2: HSS yeah. or, or the yeah. Warner? No. It's weird that I didn't work at the Warner one. I yeah. never did any time at the Warner one. Well, you I wanted to be I in the scene. Yeah. yeah,
1: you wanted to be in the scene. Yeah.
2: We like HSS always had this allure back in those days of like people would like travel. I think to like look at the people that worked there, and I don't mean that in like that we were like. Cool. It was there we were
1: there was like a... We were fucking really cool. Okay, we were I it We were in the mecca of the surf industry and we were fucking cool. We were. And was, I,
0: I, got a Japanese, still are. I got a Japanese uh interview article in Fine magazine and it's got HSS all over the place. No, uh, it it was a, They it only
1: was wanted like, you because
2: you wrote for HSS. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> But riding for HSS, God, that was the holy grail if you lived in Huntington.
1: That so, week. surf trips.
2: What was your trips. first Yeah, your dad memorable. being, being a, a surfer, I'm sure... The first time we I left the country with my dad to go surf, went to Costa Rica. What's wasn't my first trip, though. My friend Casey... My dad worked his ass off. He didn't have time to take go surf trips. Yeah. But he's almost tired. He will. He's going to make up for it. But, uh... My first time I left the country with a surfboard, I think it was to Cabo. It was also the trip I had my first beer on. Um, Cabo, first, first surf at Zippers got slapped in the back of the head by a local boogie boarder. And Brett came and backed me up. A Cabo? <laughs> Cabo local? Yeah. Zippers, boogie boarder? Zippers, or zippers, zippers. zippers. Zippers? Yeah, those guys were dicks. He snaked me, too. This is me. I'm 16. He took off of me. I kicked out and said nothing. And... But, I mean, it's all part of the experience, right? It was like, yeah. I, in some deep trench of my heart, I thought it was cool.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is this is great. Yeah. I had a guy there, burned me, snaked me, he was Goofy Foot. went all the way down the line, did a cut back, and as he kept back, he shot his board right at me. And luckily, I was going up for a lipper, and sorry. it, like, went off my arm. Wow. Like, yeah. Those guys weren't kidding around. No. It, that,
2: and that was I think I was like 15, 16. That was a sixteen. Yeah, I was sixteen at that time. got you know, that's that's kinda heavy. But that trip was like four days in Cabo. It didn't quite feel exact the first time I left the country like we love Cabo. But that was oh, the I first Cabo Cabo's That was your first time going to the airport. Yeah,
0: totally. Packing yeah, boards bags.
1: yeah, packing boards in a bag. Like you
0: can't With feel Fin, fin block glass ons or no, you're like full fin block yeah, glass Because I was old school and that's I rolled.
2: Yeah, no, I I had that weird huge Thing the that, blocks. Yeah, it's block. It's insane. Thin block, yeah. And you like you bring two boards and you need a six-foot <laughs> bag. Uh, but uh, yeah, that combo trip was cool, though. I think it was like, you're with your friends. Your Our friend's dad was cool. He kept his eyes on us, but he also like, you know, I think we drank two dosa each and we got like, thought we were drunk. I'm <laughs> like, I mean, we, were, like, and we weren't like party kids. We were like...
1: You were good kids. Yeah, we were good kids. From what I remember, you guys are, like, we were like way... Way more mellower than some of the Huntington ones.
2: Yeah, of course. We idolize those Huntington guys. That's clawed our way there. Uh, but uh, yeah, that that trip was. I mean, going to an airport with a surfboard bag still like makes me love airports. Like you know how people get really yeah really unhappy at airports. Yeah. I think Evan Slater wrote something about it one day at Surfing Magazine. But it's just like. That's our, like, romantic place. We're either, we're, like, going somewhere exotic. We don't know what's going to happen. We're dragging these, like, it's a nightmare. But if you, like, put it in your head that this is the coolest thing ever, we're not going to, like, a corporate uh, retreat. <laughs> we're, like, going straight. yes, Yeah. And I couldn't I couldn't get to the airport early enough with my board bag and just, like, make a mess in the scene of that. And I still kind of, like, get that buzz dragging a board bag as hard as it is on a
0: trolley or a train and, like, I find, I, through it. I find it amazing how popular surfing is and board bags at airports. But you still get that one older lady or dude. What do you got in that thing? Yeah, Dead a bodies? <laughs> I was like, seriously, like, yeah. Is there a kayak in there? I'm like, oh my god. I usually get, yeah,
2: it's a kayak and a snowboard. Yeah, and just it's free, right? <laughs> god, just lucky with this. Tripping, but yeah, I. St- I mean, I'm, surf travel is like is our kind of like. The- one of the cooler things. You know? Yeah, where, where is it? I still
1: get yeah. super excited um, two going to the there. airport. <laughs> well, yeah,
2: wherever we go,
0: <laughs>
1: wherever I go.
0: Yeah, Paseo was going off last week. Short break, dude. It was. Where so Costa Rica? Where is the best place like ever?
2: Oh my yeah. bet. You've my, gone I, everywhere. Not, well, since then I've been lucky enough to like turn it into a I I I beat the game. I like to say in the I wasn't gonna be a pro surfer and you know, we can doesn't mean you can't travel all. was like, response. Response. I love to run. Okay. I was let's, let's, do whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah,
1: so so high school you you uh you kinda wanted you knew that you wanted to work in the industry back in the
2: yeah, in high I mean, school. I was my my friend Casey was like, you when I whenever I have self doubt about anything you do, he's like, Are you kidding? You're like a test tube child for surf industry and what exactly what you do as a surf rider and it's true I, I've been growing up and even when I was in high school and like early college and like I you're just naive to the world your world is really small and so you think like every kid kind of like grows up with their with their surfing maybe it's not surfing but I think everyone's like this well versed I was like overly passionate looking back like I knew I knew I probably knew stickers that Jay had on his board that he didn't even know yet. had on I was a
0: I, I tried to billboard
2: that NASCAR like style I was a like a deep diver in into the surf culture. culture and the surfers and the stickers and the yeah all of it like I it's a big nerd for that and I was like everybody's this into what they're into yeah. right and, may, and you know and a lot of people are but I took it I knew levels. I was gonna it was gonna be in this world whatever it was And yeah. it took me you know once I got to college and I figured out what did you like, go to college for I studied English literature and it took me I I went. So went right out of high school, once I had my beautiful HSS uh, experience, like, job there, and, like, I mean, that was, like, a rad place to be a high school kid. Yeah. That, that experience was insane, like, at that moment, um, and set, like, a good tone for, for all of that, and then, so, graduated high school and went to Australia, like, our first trip out of the country was me and two friends to the Gold Coast for a month. Wow like, saved up our, I think I valley-parked after HSS and, like, saved up cash and go to, get dropped off at Gold Coast, basically. And and like, cool that flight. was, like,
0: Fly, flying in. to yes, right every,
2: it was, it was, like, I mean, I think Mick and Joel are probably, like, uh three or four years older than me, so they were, like, peak, they were the, they were the guys at that time, like, untouchable, and so you go, of course, where they're from, and, like, um, we instantly like met this local guy who lived in the apartment complex we rented named Mick Rabbidge, who his dad is like a super famous surfer. He
1: sounds familiar.
2: His he's he has a ton of surf history and he was a pro surfer. He shredded so hard, but he's just like a local dude, like core local guy, you know. Um, and he just taught us like right off the plane. Like he took interest in us because was just like wow these like Huntington kids just got dropped off and they're just like. Psyching at Snap or Lake, and he, he just like walked us out there. This is where you jump in, froggies. Wow, this is how you jump off. The rock. And you
1: didn't know him before?
2: No, he he, you... he was like he rented the apartment next to us, uh-huh. and we rented this like shitty apartment in Rainbow or wherever, right there in Rainbow Bay. Yeah, but you and didn't know him, no, not at all. We you... just would be like, Oh, we serve too, and and like we were there. He for just a took month. you under his wing, was, yeah. I mean, he wasn't working at the time, <laughs> so he, He's he was on the dole, he was on the dole. And he was dating this, like, cool girl. And we all hung out, like, every evening and, like, drank beers. And he, like... Who are you with? He taught Casey Severson and Jeff Joyce. Okay. Jeff Joyce now teaches Spanish and is killer at Marina. Yeah. And, so it went. and then, uh, yeah, Casey. Casey ended up being O'Neill rep forever. Yeah. Um, suits. But uh, now he's an architect or engineer.
1: That's so funny.
2: But, uh, yeah, we, we landed there. And, like, Nick, like, he just took us mick rabbit not fanning <laughs> but uh he, he just showed us how to do snapper like everything talks about australian culture all the like weird nuances that after you go there a well, lot you pick up on yeah. we got like a first-hand experience of that and i mean i look back and some of the stuff he said was hilarious like local just fluff <laughs> but it's become kind of like icon. he's an iconic character he's yeah. a funny story about mick rabbit <laughs> about 10 years after that trip jeff joyce who does these crazy solo surf missions to G-Land by himself, was paddling at G-Land by mm-hmm. himself, and Mick Ravage, like, paddle up to him and was like, Jeff? <laughs> Jeff's like, Nick? Such oh, rad. Like, it's it happens all the time. Yeah, I know that. So it's you like, guys spent a
1: whole month.
2: Yeah, whole month, like, surfing we, I think, uh, What is that you, called?
0: You, Surfers Paradise? Yeah, did you go to, like, South Stratty when it was on? Or no, but on? I haven't gotten that since. But yeah.
2: that trip, we had no car... Mick Ravage had like a nineteen eighty three stanza, which is like a, I mean, it looks like it grew in the yard. It's like <laughs> it was, and it didn't work, so we couldn't really. We went to Byron Bay one day. That was like the biggest trip we took on that trip. But it was, otherwise, it was like we right were there. snapper local. There's lots we, of good news right there. But, yeah.
1: Was it hard to get waves?
2: Yes and no. Like oh, it wasn't like we didn't get like.
1: Were the waves good?
2: Insane. yeah, it was. It was in January. It wasn't like summer. I didn't yeah. get, you know, like in three degrees with really. it day or anything like that or like you see it now it was good though like doing like 10 turns on a wave 15 turns on a wave, like whoa uh and then like d-ball was cool we got fun like rad d-ball barrels and kind of like yeah but it's, but it's hectic and like i don't know but it was like a a cool i've never been sport. to australia so
1: oh you have what? no Mm-mm. someday yeah,
2: you'd be great
0: at it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> should sign up for it <laughs> yeah <laughs> Get sponsored.
1: I mean, come on, a whole month, and you guys are what? The coolest part, eighteen, nineteen. Cool.
2: Where, yeah, just eighteen, freshly eighteen. Oh my gosh, yeah. Man. So you can drink beer there. Go to the casino.
0: And Mark. all the
1: ladies yeah. loved Americans, yeah, right? Yeah.
2: Yep. Uh, we had like I think the do- like your bank account doubled. I think I probably had four hundred bucks in my bank account that I'd saved up. You get there, it turns into eight. <laughs> yeah. So you're like, oh my god. Did I'm you work at all, or you just? No, no. It was just a month. We'd saved up. We. Literally did nothing but ride the bus to Surfers Paradise, party, dance, come back. Surf couple, couple times we'd surf straight from there, like and the sun comes up right in your eyes. And I remember some sessions of like, just like, I had nothing. Just, that was like, kind good, of hard. Good clean fun
0: partying. Like I don't know. Like you said, we we could do that. It was yeah. not, It was just like we lived it up. We were eighteen. It was fun. Growing Dude. up here on the West Coast and then going there and not realizing the sun. You know, like it's mm. just different. It is a like, Yeah, a I'll wait a couple hours. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, so, eighteen, you go to college. You go for English literature.
2: Yeah, I did. I did two years at OCC while I did these trips. So we did Australia. I would go to OCC, which is you do general ed, Orange Coast College. Thirteenth yeah. grade. Thirteenth grade. Fourteenth yeah. grade. In between <laughs> every break that I had, that we did a trip. I did Barbados and like nice. got a house. at literally valet money saved it up and then got a we got rented a place. Same, right, same
1: two. dudes? Or just uh, uh, no,
2: this one we uh Brent came on that one a couple of but just our our like little core crew. I mean we were just like we see it in the movies, we're like, we're going to Super Bowl, we're going to how that way? I mean that's like a regular I think it's the best way for a regular foot in the world. Like you Barbados? of them. If it ever gets glassy, which it doesn't <laughs> but I love I'm like I love on shore. And it's always on shore, but it uh the reef is like shaped in a way where you do a turn and you come out going, like, 400 miles an hour faster as you were going. It's kind of like a, like, I don't want to name the spots, but somewhere yeah. in Huntington to the north, but, like, you're, like, you're, like, slingshotted out of every turn. Hmm. Yeah. Um,
3: but just a, a rapid. Really
2: and we got one that, at poles that was, that was, like, kind of, like, not the Kelly day, that was, like, two bit that was big, but, the like, famous Kelly Back jet one streams. Of back yeah, one of the Slater, Armin, movies. That yeah one? not that it was um kind of similar sipping to, jet
1: streams slipping yeah.
2: jet streams. sipping jet streams was he has that ender part i think that and it was it came out in like
0: campaign two as well yeah but it was that was like you, real big you guys one. go party on the tour site yeah yeah I have take the about like take the bus there yeah. and then you like 35 bucks how you can guy. drink yeah you you literally
3: yeah I'm like, you get st- a
0: wrist and you go in and it's a raging it. club on the beach, and, and there's like so you it. can drink rum. You're like, they Whoa. hand you a of rum,
2: just like, Here, you want the whole bottle? Take it around. It's, 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 yeah, I man, mean, I it's, like, you look back, and you're like, I mean, it's not safe, but we were like, rolling there's six of us, and we were having fun. It was like,
0: Again, good, clean,
2: fun. time That's, of your life, right uh, there. It wasn't
0: safe, but you didn't really have anything for people to take, anyways. <laughs> no, hundred percent. And <laughs> you're like, "What do you want my shirt?" <laughs> we we actually got
2: a cab back one time, and it, my uh, friend Ryan and I like were driving in that cab back to Bathsheba, which is like on the other side of the island, and there's nothing there except that wave, you know, and It's yeah. dark, sugarcane drive, nothing around, and the cab driver was kind of being a little bit like strange. I think he was kind of like feeling us out for whatever, I mean, we are in the middle of nowhere and he kind of like stopped the car and he like looked like he was going to get out and we kind of just were like, wow, is this it? This is kind of weird. Mm. <laughs> Anyways, he, he ended up just was kind of just having to tell a story too wildly <laughs> and continued on to drop us off. But yeah, like you had funny tales like that. Yeah. You know have. I mean? um, yeah. So we did, yeah, we did Barbados and then next year we did Chile. Wow. Um, the Goofy Footers revenge because there's two Goofy Footers in our crew. They got, to, they picked Chile, um, and that was like I mean a whole other realm of experience. Yeah. It's Like, bring our wetsuits on and like. Have you been to Chile? Six left? sixes and I haven't. It. It's really oh. cool. It's so
1: it's, land of lefts or
2: yeah land of lefts and there's <clears throat> me and me and my friend tried to invent this right off of I think it's Peachy Lightner, which is like kind of perfect sand left, and there's this like rock boil on the other side that looks like it could be like a right and it was pretty big, and I paddled a 6'6 six, six out, and the whole, like, camp came out to watch me and Brett go try to, because you know when you're, like, on a trip, and you're 19, and you're like, that's a wave, I know that's a yeah. wave, <laughs> kept seeing this one, I gotta go ride at least one way yeah. this whole trip, and we, we'd go, like, I don't know, try to be heroes, and it ended up being, like, I mean, it was probably just, like, six eight foot, and I it was on, like, a 6'6 six, six dock that was... Allison Aravisu's that I bought off the rack. <laughs> Do you remember like yes. Local Yes. Totally. Like she had like a 6'6 documentary and I grabbed it and it was on that. And I just like pearled instantly on like a huge, bright. It's like right you, on my goggles. You,
1: You've rode docs for a long time, right? Yeah. yeah. I went from
2: Chaz and then I had like an industry, Merrick. I read some Xanadu's. And then I kind of went back to doc and just like, yeah, I just like, now I just like hang out with him. Dog, yeah, like going to meet next we to we're partners. gonna
1: get them on the show too. Yeah, that would be fun. They're, they're the cutest awesome. couple in surfing. 100%.
3: They <laughs> <so. Usually laughs>
2: buy everyone. That like you should invite everyone should invite them to their wedding. They give everyone like a tandem bike usually as their gift. What? Because oh, they're like the biggest tandem Shit. couple ever.
1: I'm gonna get remarried. They're just like, yeah. They're just like,
2: adorable. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no one's better than them. I they they like epitomize why I I had like a big thing. I was like I want to go hang out with the Shaper and. Um, you know, bring a six pack and just like figure out what the hell I should be riding and have fun with that yeah. experience. And like, I'd have like a variety of shaping experiences. It just got to a point where I was like sending in order forms to get a 5A, you know, proton over and over. And I was like, which is no connection, Definitely no. a candy store and yeah. it's beautiful to get a Merrick yeah. anytime. But uh, yeah, I, like going to hang out with Doc on a Friday afternoon at his place and like, ending up with like four scribble on order forms is the greatest. Yeah. and and
1: it's easy. a real authentic also, genuine experience. Yeah,
2: and Amber's just like showing you all the cool stuff they're up to and telling We're going to do life. this air
0: spray and we're going to do this pink, red and splatter over here and like make it all poppy. We're going to see the DAM tonight
3: and then <laughs> yeah. we'll see my <laughs> color and you're like,
2: "Damn, you are so cool." Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's like Amber's way like cooler than all of so us. She goes to yeah. more shows than anyone. So
1: cool so you get a bunch of surf trips under your belt yeah uh you finish college where do you
2: yeah so i, I that's when i like i kind of planted that surf that travel bug like i gotta i want to travel and and then i at school i'd gotten all into like i don't know this sounds really dorky but like reading and reading lyrics of bands that i was listening to and i just you know like in college you're like 19 you're trying to figure out what the world means to you and, so I would, like, sit in between classes and just, like, read and listen to music and listen to lyrics and just have my full adolescent, like, phase of trying to figure out a bigger picture of the world. And, uh,
1: You're way more intellectual than most people.
2: Yeah. Well yeah.
0: oh,
1: I, I don't know. I mean, I just
0: I'm not intellectual. I music, music just for so the rhythm it. and the, like, the beat. I, I hit lyrics. <laughs> yeah. like, this got me hamped. That's all I care about.
1: What did he say? I don't care. Yeah. I'm going to rip this wave.
0: <laughs>
1: Wait, what? So,
2: that was beautiful. Poetry.
1: So you were.
2: That just planted the seed for me. And I took some cool English classes at OCC and had some great like professors that just like that, like in school, I, I, I had great teachers throughout English and I was just bad at math and never really like, excited me. And I gritted through that and did my best through school. But like writing and it was always, a, I was kind of shyer and like, it was always a cool way to kind of like. To articulate what I wanted to. Yeah, you know, you can listen to the podcast. I'm all over the place. <laughs> so are we? Yeah, yeah. But uh, squirrel. Sorry. Neighbor, what's she doing? So that then I'm like, I had this like big epiphany. I started looking at magazines again. And and like, I'm like, well, oh, there it is, right in front of me. I want to work at. I want to work the magazine. Huh? I could be. I could be the editor. So I literally like hardcore committed to I want to be the editor of a surf magazine really yeah and so I started researching how old were you I was probably 19 20 yeah starting to get into that 19 20 21 zone where you know you're you're doing your best to see a little past like the next party or the next like trip surf trip yeah session um and so I was like, okay, well, I know what to do. I'm going to school. I'm like, right, I can transfer. And so I- Did you have to intern at first? No, well, to transfer to, to a new school. I was like, okay. I need to go somewhere. A little, I need to get out of Huntington Beach. and need to get out of Orange County. <laughs> and I, I didn't want to go too far. I, like, I wanted to travel to like serve. And so I uh, just like got into San Diego State, which felt perfect. I was like, I can move away. But I'm just, I know this world. I know this culture. I know this, I'm close to the industry. So I'm not going to abandon anything I've yeah. planted here. Um, so I went to San Diego State and started studying English, and that like, it, you know, opened up like the whole like world of literature and like actually writing and reading and, and like analyzing and um, you know that whole. I got really into that for like two years. I loved my experience. Had like great professors and the English department at San Diego State, everyone was, like, studying marketing and communication through the hot, like, thing, but the English department's, like, the same 40 kids, 35, 40 kids, or young adults, and so you, like, developed this, like, little crew, and it was just, like, opened up a lot of rad, seemed like opportunities to me, and I, and I was still razor sharp on wanting to work in a magazine, and, uh, Did you I have was, a particular
1: like, magazine you wanted to work well, for? at the
2: time, Trans World was, like, the coolest. They had, like, D-Hump and Cote um, Cote and... like I became like the biggest Chris Cote fan ever just like his enthusiasm and like he was funny and he was in a band that I liked and like, he was in Cut You Up and he was ripping and working in the magazine I'm like how? you'd see his name in the magazine I would see him in like videos for his band and playing shows and I was yeah. going to I'm like how, how the hell does he do all this this and guy's the renaissance and man. I kind of was like in school going like, am I wasting my time should I like get out of here and go be you know call Chris I and mean, be like how do I do what you're doing but I you know I stuck it out I remember literally having moments where I was freaking out like I think my other, my friends did a trip to Ireland I couldn't go on to surf and I was in school and and Chris is you know ripping in bands and and in every video and doing drive through Taylor Steele and yeah like, he's in I know the he's mix like, Chris is a little bit older than me but I was like felt like I was wasting my time a little bit and then so I, it just lit the fire more I was like I know exactly what I want to do. And then I had this like crazy serendipitous moment. Like in a Shakespeare class at San Diego State, this guy came up to me who just said he recognized. He was like a little bit older than me. Um, he's like, I recognize you from surfing. You surf. I'm like, yeah, I surf Mission Beach, which we can get on the Mission Beach is holding some sick standards. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell anyone. Picks up windswell like a vacuum. And uh, that's where I'd surf. And he saw me out there, and anyways, he... He came up and he's like, what do you want to do? What are you do in Shakespeare class? You know, he, we were the only two I like, kind of served. Everybody else is like.
0: Was it a mandatory class, class though? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, this was like
2: a really in-depth Shakespeare class, like deep dive into all Shakespeare. And, you know, like in English. You're like, I'm just doing this to pick up on chicks, man. <laughs> in <the> English <laughs> department looks, yeah, interesting. There's like the Dungeons and Dragons crew. There's like the people that like have actually never been outside and only read. And then there's like, you know, the loud mouse in the front who like just want their opinion heard, you know, not to, and then there's just like kind of like one or two surf guys. Yeah. We just stood out a little bit. Um, But I was really into it. And I loved it. The experience of all that and studying it and reading all the books and stuff. But he's like, Oh, I work at a surf magazine. I work at surf magazine. You're kidding me. Are you kidding? And it was Kimball Taylor. Who's like written for surfer forever. And he's a, Pretty you know, pretty well-known surf writer or quote, surf yeah. writer and, and writer. And he's like, oh, I introduced you to uh, the guys at Surfer, and it was Chris Moore at the time. And, um, literally Moore. within that instant, like, I was like, oh my! I remember going home, going, oh my god, this is my moment. My moment is here. <laughs> like, wow, what man. do I do? And uh, anyways, Campbell and I kind of became friends, and, and like uh, we'd get beers. And have a uh, bar on campus at San Diego State, and like get beers for a film class I had. And, just like pick his brain and then he ended up emailing surfer guys a couple of times and they never got back to him and then he's like you know what i'm closer with i don't work at surfing but i i'm no closer with there. evan slater he's a great friend i think like you kind of are like you hit it off with him better anyway so he emailed evan and within like two weeks i had like an internship at surfing and i was like oh my god
1: because wow. surfing and surfer in saint Clemente yeah
2: one they, was in one San was Juan, in, Capistrano. At Surfer was point, the second wave Capistrano, right? Surfing was in the building in, with Astro Deck yeah, at the time, Pico. which I'm so glad I got the Surfing magazine office. It was like, at, at the you know, not to take anyone what Surfer was doing at the time, and I, and I at the time I'm different graphics, different yeah. crew, different like you know staff.
1: Surfer yeah. was kind of the older crowd, right?
2: I, I mean, you could you can like trace the the hills was Ricky the Irons. He was the publisher at Surfer. At the time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Ricky was there. And then Transworld was the coolest. So I, I you know, was just like, surfing, surfing was the one you Transworld got for free. Transworld was the youth. Yeah, and, and surfing you got for free because in SSA you got it for free. And so it like ebbed and flowed. Sometimes I could relate and sometimes it was kind of like too highbrow or something, or I thought. Because <laughs> um, the photos weren't young guys. There wasn't as many young guys that I could relate to. But anyways, I go in there and, um, yeah, I began this like crazy internship that was, you know, basically launched my career and got to work under Evan Slater, who is. What did you do know, as an intern? My, my first, um, assignment was the, the, it was about the cliff erosion at, at, in Encinitas, which, you know, there was just that tragedy there. Just happened. Yeah. That, and I, I, Acadia? Lived, I lived in Acadia for three years on that bluff and, you know, beach day down there really million times So it's, it's, uh, it's funny that that was my first assignment was to like study this and like I, you know, I attacked it like I was trying to solve Watergate. <laughs> <laughs> and it was literally, it went on the website. I guarantee you no more than three people. And it would have been me, Nathan Myers, the managing editor, and Evan Slater took a look at it. That was it. Who read it?
0: Because <laughs> the website wasn't a thing at the time. But right. You're right. Like, yeah, we don't need a proof it. Just put it on there. We need content on there. Yeah. No, but it was, I mean, like. And it it, but it, was it, said your, it was your Shakespearean masterpiece.
3: But did
2: yeah. you did you do some
1: serious investigative reporting?
2: No. I interviewed, I mean I probably interviewed four people for this piece that was, you know, four hundred words and like yeah, it was it was my masterpiece my first masterpiece. But it it was a testament, it set the tone for, for like being a good, you know, writer and, and I threw that was the beginning of learning the whole magazine process, which is a million different like rad cluttering. What, what year efforts. was this? Do you remember? Yeah, that would have been two thousand five. Probably like five. Yeah. About two thousand five. And I uh way out for my career. What's that? Yeah, I'm trying to think what you would have been. Where, where, yeah. What, era, what you era were probably era Ruka, right? I was yeah, I was already retired.
1: <laughs> that was a podium, D V S.
2: Two thousand five. Yeah, so that came down did some rad stuff they like sent me to santa cruz i couldn't have been happier to cover the Coldwater water classic i covered that like i was in the super bowl yeah like interviewing brett simpson like about round 32 <laughs> round of, or like round one with 360 guys in the contest like it was at Walnut creek it wasn't even a steamer lane oh my god i was just woke up at six but i would go out and like meet everyone and meet the brand guys and the sales guys and road tripped up there and you're like you know,
0: I'm, I'm getting paid to come up here to cover something I'm super psyched on and I get to surf
2: yeah and then I would also like go to the bar after and see like Cory Lopez but you were cool and I'm like damn this is like
1: you're like, interning though right
2: yeah this is just interning and they kind of gave me like gas money and I just like went up there
1: yeah um, so you had to pay for everything else no but I
2: had a hotel I had a hotel that I shared with like some ad guy I never met and woke up at 6 every morning and was down there and I filed like some kind of like in-depth story about I want that day. and who was
1: who was evan slater was your your direct
2: he was the editor chief but i, I mostly at that time would like get assignments from managing editor which is kind of like his job is to keep everything off evan's plate yeah <laughs> managing editor does like a lot of the, the editing the answering the people and, and like setting up kind of like assignments and so
3: yeah yeah
2: um that kind of like uh he, uh, he was my direct contact. Yeah. But, I mean, still working all of them. But anyways, I just get these little assignments, and, and they would, um, I just grew on them. They fire them up. And eventually, I think another big assignment, I had to call every world champ for, like, this champions issue they, they were doing. Whoa. So i like, dial up Tom Carroll. And I'm like, so you just dial it up, and they answer? You know, yeah. these are still, like, immortal gods to me. Yeah, face. yeah. And I'm like...
1: What was the article?
2: Evan literally... Um, there's an issue issue surfing day was like called it was basically like a champions issue Andy's on the cover from p-pass like doing a grab roll cutback but there was these short interviews with every world champ about the moment that they won their first title wow and it was just kind of like their little anecdote about you know i would do this to do it and so you know we divided and conquered but evan like emailed me over you know your list 15 phone numbers of world champs and, and like yeah call them and get this and Literally, it's, like, Tom Carroll, you know, P.T., and uh, I think I had, like, a couple wild ones to me. It was, like, Aki and, I don't know, like, Sunny. <laughs> Evan ended up, like, getting a couple of them, but I, I just, you know, that was the first time I tripped down, like, just dialing up a, you know, a legend. And yeah. And then answering, like, oh, a surfing magazine? Cool. Wait, what, what do you need? Travis. Well, <laughs> <Like,
0: laughs> <little, little> Tom. <laughs> I need a I need five minutes of your time. Yeah. Uh, how, how soon did, were you? Did you get your first business card and the house? How fast did you pass those
2: out? Well, okay. That my transition from intern to to getting hired is kind of funny because I, you know, I'm like attacking this internship like it's. Yeah. I'm literally, this is my dream. I'm. There's no way I'm like
3: messing yeah. this
2: up. And, but I'm still having fun with it. I'm trying to be in the young guy in the office that's like hungry. Um. Uh, so I I, I actually finished out my internship probably like six months later, maybe a year, I can't remember how long it was, but and I you know, am kinda like sad. I still have like a little bit of school to go, maybe like six months or something. And I'm like, damn, like I hope I don't they don't like forget about me or I don't know, I was like kinda terrified I was gonna go do six more months of school and then come out and be
3: lost. Yeah.
2: Um and I had my like taste of the dream job and then what it, it was about to get So about. so
1: you had the taste of your dream job, and it was a dream job. It's exactly what you wanted.
2: Yeah, I love like getting in the meeting. Yeah, it was. I was like programmed to do that. Like yeah. in meetings, they're like, "Who should we do this on?" And I'm like, do it on this guy. This guy. What about this guy? This guy does it." And you know, shy me. I'm like, I know what I'm ta- I know what I'm talking about. I mean, I had a shit ton to learn. Like talking about my writing was like this sprawling like lecture on. Transcendentalism is what I thought writing was at that time. Yeah. But, you know, Nathan Myers kind of taught me how to consolidate it into something that's, like, palatable, and I still think it influenced me today. It got me, like, reading some stuff that mattered for magazines and it was
3: approachable. Yeah.
2: And, um, so I, I went back to school, and then at, I went to that trip to Chile. I came back and was, like, telling Evan Slater about it, like, went oh, to Chile, like, trying to show off. Like, <laughs> hey, I'm so cool. yeah,
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm surfing. And uh, he, he basically, like, on the phone just, like, offered me, like, I just got back and was, like, driving back to school and offered me the full-time job of as associate editor. And I was Dude. like, Oh, my God. But I also had this, like, panic. I was, like, I have six more months of school left to, to I like, get an English degree. And I told him that. And he's, like, well, let's, yeah, finish it. And, and work full-time here. You Dude. know Here's what you get. Here's your offer. I'm, like, are you kidding? An offer to get, like, a salary and, like, insurance and... He's going to let me somehow finish school. It ended up...
1: Damn, bro. Perfect
2: yeah. storm right there. It was cool. That's I, a
1: dream situation.
2: Yeah, it was. I, I was freaking out.
1: I love Evan Slater
2: now. Yeah, and Evan's, Evan's great. <laughs> he's hilarious. I just went to a punk show with Evan three months ago. <laughs> yeah. And he's, we're still friends. Uh, so
1: Evan gives you your first job in the industry. He gives you your first internship and then now your first job.
2: Yeah. And so now I'm like the associate editor at certain magazine on the staff. I'm supposed to be there Monday morning at eight for the, the big meeting that we do that every Monday morning, make the magazines. And at the same time, I'm full time taking like 16 units at Tannehill state of my final, like I probably had like 40 books a semester to read. They, you know, there's no possible way I could do that. Yeah. And so I, it's, it it launched like six months of probably the busiest I've, to this day that I've ever been. Yeah, I, I was like, how fucking you were gonna let anything? How fucking out. stoked were you? Oh, I was, it, I, it gets better too. So I
1: what I, can I ask you? What your salary was?
2: Um, I think it was like thirty five grand. Right?
1: That's pretty freaking good for. I, I mean, yeah, I was. You're nineteen years and, old, twenty years old.
2: Yeah, I was killing it without um, ever having and
1: days. and bonus. I mean, uh, not bonus, uh, benefits. benefits.
2: Yeah. Like I, the benefit health insurance. Yeah. That was like straight into that, which yeah. at the time I could, could have cared less about that. But now I'm like, thank hey God. I have it. Yeah. I mean, that's right. it worked out great.
1: That's, uh, I think what people are getting paid out of college now.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah, and to do what <laughs> I was doing, I was, I, you, I would never. In the surf the industry. You know? And, and I knew it was like the beginning of what I was going to chase and, and it launched
0: everything. I would have countered and said, I at least need to go on like three short trips yeah. a year, sure. pay by. The crazy four.
2: thing is, is I knew that was going to be part of it. Like Evan yeah. was married, he didn't want to go on the trips anymore. Yeah. With
0: like, kids, he's like doing a whole different I, thing. I, I, I did a, uh, an Ireland trip with Evan and the Molloy brothers and we did a pretty awesome trip.
2: I, probably, I think I remember reading that. I think there's a line in that story about like the jet lag and like you take a shit at like 11 p.m. or something. I don't, my, I don't know the same story, but it stands out to me. Yeah. Whoa, make
3: you Pooping
0: at a different time. Yeah, that was probably 6 a.m. Here, that was about right. Now just. Kidding. Yeah. So anyways, yeah. Evan's awesome.
1: So you finish college, then you're full time.
2: Yeah. Well, I, I yeah, that, that year busiest of my life, and then Evan actually goes, hey, can you go on a boat trip to Indo to mentalize? First time. This, is, yeah, I'm still in school first time it's like April. I still have like three more months of school. In, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really? Uh, yeah. And then I saw I had like schedule these meetings with my professors. Um,
0: who Did you, you're up front with them and said, Hey, I got this, exactly, this job and, and like, I can't blow up but I'm going to make this. I'm like, this is I'm what gonna... I'm doing.
2: You know me. I'm yeah. here. And my professor who I actually recently like had a run in with, his name is William Mauricio. And he's like a, he's like a really well-known, like, um, like uh, Mexican writer and, and like a lot of like Chicano culture, he's like a legend and he's written like amazing books on it. Huh. And at the time I thought he was like the cool he was so cool and like uh just the most uh, I don't know, just like at the time like this guy is so weird, but I love like his class. And he opened up like a ton of like doors for me too, just in like the arts. Hmm. Uh, anyways he I had a meeting with him and he's like Go do it. He like basically like put me on the blog. He's like one of our students is like working at the Survey ma- Magazine. So yeah, but he was
0: stoked. he he
2: he like was amazing and everybody else was like really cool too and understood and I Except so you know, all the
0: kid in the class. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to you under the blog. He's class. getting
2: yeah. to go to Meta He's not a writer. <laughs> he didn't show up last Wednesday. Yeah.
1: So. So yeah, wow.
2: no, yeah I I finished that. I get through all that and like I graduate and uh, yeah, dive full time into
1: was the Mentawai boat yeah, let's trip talk
0: about mentality what boat what is our spot
2: yeah that trip was uh, and who are you with it was Dusty Payne when he was probably 14 years old Granger Larson Zeke Lau
1: Hawaiian uh, crew huh
2: Andrew Doheny oh. um, this kid Aaron Swanson from Kauai um, who we tied to a we duct taped into a pole because he was being <laughs> like, a little brat <laughs> who yeah I think he actually recently Aaron might have put that on Instagram or something <laughs> He remembers the trip. I don't know. But it was, he was just like the, the like new kid that got tied to the pole. Um,
1: and that's probably 2005,
2: 2006? Like Mike, yeah, Mikey G from Volcom. Like, yeah. He, he was the one that vouched to have a writer. And so on that trip, because like, meant to boat trips weren't, you don't need a writer to go on that trip or to orchestrate anything. But that, you know, Volcom was probably advertising the, the, the trip. To, and they knew if a writer was there and had a better chance of like getting, getting a, an article, getting an editorial. Which, yeah you know, I learned that later with the title. Like, yeah, I'll go write. I'll write yeah. shit. This story. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like taking notes on everyone's dump schedule, whatever. Like every detail about a, you know. Here's a, my journal. Uh, uh, this, what happened? Yeah, it's, I mean, I didn't. Yeah, it was. I had to kind of invent a story because it's kind of like a grom trip to Indo. It wasn't that exciting on paper? Of course, when you say it now, knowing what Dusty's done and Zeke's done and all these guys yeah. have like done, um, it makes sense. Oh, Tanner Medeiros was on too. We became. Lifelong friends after that, like, uh, cause he was kind of like a little bit older. We were close. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. So that trip, like, you know, I, my first wave, Lance is right. This was like <laughs> what you dream about if you're in my shoes. That's this, the first wave they usually like, pull up to. Yeah. This, yeah. This is the. Dream That's what we moment. surfed,
1: right? Is that the first wave we surfed? I
2: don't know. Hey, you, On yeah, my, our... I might. It's the closest to the channel, I think, to to crawl Yeah. 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 But uh, this was my yeah, most, it my world title was jumping off the boat in the haze of the first morning at Lance's and you know they think I'm just like a writer dork you know Mikey G and everybody like they don't know me from anything They're yeah just like new guy and I got off and my first wave I purled on the takeoff like jet lag my legs like my cat was like, <laughs> like doing that like weird jet lag thing yeah we like have a cramp in it and, so I purled I'm like oh my god I'm poop. like I completely purled and then the next wave I got like a just a is like, one of the double sectioner, you know, the first section and then the kind of surgeon's table barrel and came out and just like, did a cutback and Mikey G had like a handheld he had filmed it on and he like showed me there. He's like, what the hell the writer can serve? <laughs> That's <a> his <laughs> commentation Yeah, I'm, yeah. Right? And I'm like, wow, i just like, I won, I won world title. Yeah. That. It was, it was like,
1: and everyone respected you.
2: Yeah, so you gain like, you get to serve with the guys and not yeah. be a complete like in the way guy. And
0: yeah. You, you learned it. How it all works, but I'm not bunking with the nerd, dude. Yeah, now I'm bunking with the guy who's getting double barrel. <laughs> yeah. the, the writer with his Shakespeare book.
2: <laughs> he's book smart, but he's wave savvy. Yeah. yeah, so that was my that was big.
1: So that was your first trip for Surfing Magazine. Yeah, I paid
2: for like everything dialed, dude. And, and like you're on a boat trip, and I'm yeah, everything. How is all that my been? whole life coming to like? How is that story? Like, but you, oh, it's probably so bad. It's but in, but it did it get story. published? Yeah, it's in the the photography quote unquote photography issue. I think Dylan Graves on the cover. Probably like lowest
0: selling. Issue but maybe. how many <laughs> by how many trips and stories and video segments have you watched from Mentali's prior to going? You're um, just like uncountable froth. Maybe. I know the North Shore and probably Indo. I mean anyone who surfs like, like yeah and right. watches. We know I know the topography of it without even having gone there. See I that's the, but that's that's being. Fan of surfing and knowing like, that one day I'm going to get here. And how many I'm
1: people, like, this is great for our show because how many people in this fucking world have worked for Surfing Magazine? Not that many.
2: Well, I mean, now it's gone. And, and, so the, I'm like, <laughs> and it's
1: gone. But you know what I mean? Like, this yeah. is really cool stuff that uh, I'm super interested in hearing. Yeah. No, it was,
2: the, the culture and the way it works was looking back, it, it I miss it. It was like the way it was organized. It's why there were great stories and why there were great interviews and why advertising was good and why the ads looked rad and were pushed the envelope and the brands were, you know, not, I'm not, I can't like, I'm not going to dog technology or anything, but the, the, that's how surfing delivered once a month in that package with that photography. Yeah. And like, you know, and the layer of writing that you can multiply pass through and find, you know, I don't know. no one like read cover to cover very often that, Mag, but i
1: kind of like, used to when i was you know no kids and yeah. real job i i used to
2: but you eventually <laughs> make it through you know and i yeah. learned how to i was in charge of like the beginning part which we called like at random which was uh i like, remember at it's random. like the short quips about this and that it's basically what the internet does now yeah. so i like orchestrated that whole section and it was always like growing or shrinking based on how many ads until the so last minute you like have rally stories or cut stories um, but it yeah just the, the culture of the whole thing and being inside some trips that we orchestrated you know we like did a trip to Evan I mean Evan orchestrated a trip to Yemen while I was there and like you did West Yemen? Yeah, yeah DJ Strunk did a trip to Yemen which was scary yeah <laughs> so did you that, go? Uh, no wow. I, I did one scary trip I'll tell you about that uh, but it was after Evan had left and I was it. Not scary, but I'll tell you that.
0: So, <laughs> yeah, so edit. how long did you work at Surfing? and you became the chief editor? Yeah, right I was the, my total reign
2: there from intern to editor-in-chief. I think I did six, I did eight years there. Wow. Uh, yeah. From age like 22, 23 till 20, wait, I did, eight, 24. I did six years there. From like age 20 to 26. I'm sorry, 28. I got the editor-in-chief job at 26 and 28 I, Okay. Um, Evan yeah. left, and that's... Yeah, so I went from associate editor, and then I moved up to managing editor when uh, the guy above me moved to Bali. And I did the managing editor job for maybe, like, four months. And then, you know, I was like, okay, Evan's kind of starts grooming me to be the editor-in-chief. He had, like, kind of anointed me that that was what I wanted to do. You know, you got a few years. You know, we'll, we'll work harder on, like, the next layer of what goes into making this. And then... <laughs> like, Was he a sure,
1: good a good leader, a good yeah mentor?
2: He he is an absolute like savage human to try to draft behind. He wakes up at like four in the morning, surfs blacks, drives from Carlsbad to St. Clemente, or you know, he's he's a madman. He is like his deep down core surf lord mavericks guy. I mean, he's so crazy. And then yeah, to see like how he applied that to like how amazing ran the and, and, and his work. Um, it was so good for me. Like we, me and Evan are very different in like our, maybe like a lot of ways of what I want to convey about surfing. But he taught me so much about how to, how you apply it, how you use your voice and how you organize it. Um, so, and, and even to just like, um, like liberate me to, be okay with my voice once he left and be like, be hey, Travis. Don't be Evan. Don't be Evan. Point two point oh. Yeah. Fail at that miserably. Um, and so that's why, you know, four months after being managing editor and him kind of saying, I'm gonna train you up to be this next job, he had gotten Were you like, tripping. Like, well, he had gotten a job at Hurley and he came in my office and like, I just want to know, you know, in the next few days, I'm gonna be telling everyone that I'm leaving to go to Hurley. And I was like, seriously, so horrified, like, so scared. No one – because not that this – it sounds like not a big deal at the time, but I was 26 right then. Yeah. Um,
1: You're still pretty young.
2: Yeah, 36. six. Ten is 10 years ago.
1: No, I meant then. You oh, know, yeah, at I'm 26 20, to, Yeah, I'm
2: 26 years old. Like, And he was saying, like, you have a few years. And then he just kind of was like, okay, I'm leaving. And I told him, like, don't hire anyone else. This is your guy. Um, I think I looked it up. I think Jesse Fain was 26 when he did an interim maybe. Editor-in-Chief but otherwise I think I'm the youngest <laughs> that got that and because Evan I think was 27 or 28 Yeah, he did it from Steve Hawk so anyways yeah I'm way too young to be doing this or you know you do your best you try to yeah. do yourself All I can but do you've do,
0: been there you know the crew you know the way everybody it, works it, it, it you, was you, just you, that bigger pitch that bigger yeah. level of
2: of like how the ads and how the company worked and what the optics on what that might do to the sales and like so I have to say, what, what happened instantly when Evan left was like shockwaves. Everyone was like, oh, Surfing Magazine's done. Like, Evan was like, he had built that mag up to like a lot. Well-respected at the time.
1: Totally. I, I remember, I don't know Evan that well, but I know that Surfing Magazine became kind of the cool new school magazine. Yeah, Like Transworld was was definitely rad, but in my mind back then, it was Surfing Trans World and Surfer. But yeah, Evan right? was
3: at
0: Surfer. Yeah, he, he started surfing. his
2: career at yeah. Surfer and then they brought him in at a kind of a dark period for surfing. It just wasn't doing that well. Is that of, was that after uh
0: Flame passed
2: and No, he Evan worked a bit with Flame, but it was around that time. Like there was just a lot of movement. Yeah. And then Evan came in and he hired Steve Sherman. He he gave it like a vision and it took a few years to get it there, but uh, that's what Evan kind of taught me too is he 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 taught me how to make a ma- like a well orchestrated, well balanced like magazine. So it wasn't just like me talking about airs the whole time or something or yeah. He told me like all the layers and we were like really inspired by like Vanity Fair at the time which I, I'm like, you know, twenty six and reading Vanity Fair, like trying to under like but it taught me a ton about magazine making yeah. and what you're trying to do and like serve this you know, readership that I think at heyday it was up to like 100,000. I do know. You know. There's all sorts of like ways to fake that or we can go to that, like how that worked at the time. But in my head, we were, they had a huge audience and that magazine's you known all over. So all of a sudden you're at the helm. I felt pretty confident in what Evan like had taught me, but I was pretty overwhelmed by the
1: So he told you you were going to be the guy.
2: Yeah. So I like had these like existential, I went to like Mario's and Huntington Beach and like sat there yes. by myself and was just like, Holy shit! I think I was like with a girl day at
0: I'm like, this is about to get like, kinda, this is gonna be a lot <laughs> to yeah. take on. Um But like the salary, did you did you, yeah, did yeah, you trip know. though? Like, did you?
1: Because obviously you're 26 years old, right? And yeah, Evan can say this should be your guy, right? But then whoever else signs checks and shit, you know, that makes decisions, they're like, wait, you know, yeah, we love Travis, but. Is he leadership material? Is he the future of this man? Mature
0: enough, right? Like
2: there were tons of questions. It was like it was scary. And did you have to go like re-interview, or did they no, sign off on it? They. It was weird. The, there's another scary layer, which I was offered like a, a really low salary in comparison. And I knew I wasn't going to get paid what Evan probably left making. So we want to get into the politics about the transition yeah. from. A legend to a 26 year old unproven like yeah I'm like a rookie. I'm on a rookie contract. <laughs> and so they offer me this like kind of a slap in the face, looking back now, whatever. You we'd all like be okay with this salary. Um uh, but Evan, you know, Evan kind of like had to coach me through on like how ballsy I could be to get what I wanted to make. And and like it was a game of cat and mouse. I'm like being offered my dream job yeah but I'm, it's like a football player holding out when they make the yeah. NFL as a rookie.
1: it's like you want to say yes yeah but you you want to get something out of it you so you're trying to play hardball but you're yeah. like fuck i don't want to say the wrong thing
2: yeah it was scary. and blow it and i'm not at 26 years old yeah. and i'm not a bit you know I'm, money wasn't like thing but if evan was trying to teach me you know like to set your career
0: up you don't want to like
1: late night what were you at 26 years old
0: what was I? Yeah, ripping. I was a ruka rep. Um, Were you rep at ruka already? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I think yeah. I was at
1: Huntington Surf and Sport.
0: Yeah.
1: Not really anything yet.
0: <laughs> I, was a, I was a pro. I was a pro. I server. was a
1: hardworking HSS employee.
0: I was a pro server making the about the time I was making a transition into yeah. after pro surfing.
1: Yeah. So this guy at twenty six year twenty six years old
0: has a career was
1: gonna be what was gonna be your title
0: editor in chief.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But then I'm like sitting there going like trying to play like poker. stereo. I'm like uh, maybe I won't take it.
1: (laughs) Who who was the like?
2: There's like these guys. You know, you have your publisher and um, Ross Garrett, who's now the president of Cirque. He had just. I believe he had left a bit before that to go work at Surfrider. And so they had brought on Tony Perez, who you guys know. I mean, Tony went yeah. on to be the, the publisher. I have to, like, give Tony a lot of the credit of how I pulled off this transition with Such flying Colors and how we kind of had, like, a good run at surfing where we were kind of like – I think we were beating Surfer for a while, even with me at the, at the controls, it was because uh, – he came in and he like looked at me and our crew and we're like we had like a lot of young talented like our art director was Chato and Scott Chenoweth and Scott who's now went on worked with me at What Youth and everything I've done great art director and uh, had a young couple young writers and we had a good crew and we were like friends with the, the Danes and like doing trips with the yeah. guys who you wanted to be doing trips with and yeah. we were young and fun and Kai Neville and I had like just started a relationship about like doing his movies and our magazine and exclusively like doing trips. And yeah. So there's like, a, we had a little bit of like that.
0: You're surfing... Too. That just opened up so many more
2: you're surfing with those
1: guys. Gave you credibility, like right?
2: By riding waves? Or no, by the you're, sur-
1: you're surfing. Yeah. Like your, your your talent of surfing, wave riding. Oh, uh,
3: well, I don't know about that.
1: No, I, I, I mean, I, it does, I'm telling I it does you, help. I think that helped you with those guys, like Dane and fucking... Kind of like people. It's like with me, clicky. With me, they wanna, like
0: they want they want to respect you. I
1: surf halfway decent, and I think people respect that.
0: Well, <laughs> well if, you know if, what I'm if, saying? If, like if you're claiming you're the chocolate hockey, then you better. You know, <laughs> bro.
1: I'm not claiming that. He does, Jeff Booth claimed that.
0: I, I've seen Liz right
2: away from like Northside
3: to like Seapoint. <laughs> <laughs> he loves it on the line. He loves a parallel surfing. It hey, was the same no, way. No.
1: Could you just let him compliment <laughs> me, bro?
2: It was the same way.
1: Golly, really bro. No, but that's what I'm saying is like I think, you know, you're a talented writer, you're talented at what you're doing with the magazine, but the the ace in your the ace in the hole was because you were a cool kid that could fucking surf. You know what I mean
2: I mean, well I, I think that's what, what my friend had mentioned he's like you were you were made built for this yeah like, I I yeah I, I was studying you know and' to say heat sheets you when know, I was just to see who was on them
1: yeah but your talent of surfing
0: it's it's kind of that weird untalked
1: because you play. are a good surfer you you rip
0: but he you know, once told me I served like Greg
3: Browning, which I did so I'll take that I I did as a compliment Brownie rips. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Taylor like yeah. Sir, in the surfing world and with amongst our peers, it's kind of untalked about. But if you rip, yeah, I feel like you do get a little bit more respect. And I think it'll yeah. take you a little bit more serious. That's why I'm genu- so successful it, it, at my fucking and job. It bro. you <laughs> as, a, as a whole. You know, like, hey, you could be a phenomenal writer or a businessman or whatever. But if, if you rip, then it's just going to. If it's, you're it's smart and you rip,
1: then dude. Nothing can good, hold you back. Good
0: looks and you're I, I know. Guess that's you, not got that's so lucky. you got <laughs> one, Lar.
1: You got one, Lar.
0: Late night. <laughs> it allows
2: you to, um, I think, to communicate on a level, too, where yeah. when you're when I'm interviewing a Dane or something, uh, you, not to say that you're like in comparison, but you can kind of put yourself on a wavelength where to talk about, wave, they're not like thinking like. What is this kind of talking? About? Yeah, you can at least like understand. You could
0: break down the terminology, you could, you know, yeah, talk, talk like you know what you're they, doing.
1: Yeah. I think,
0: like, hey, Dan, you need to do your air reverses like me. Did you see that last <laughs> one? Like, let's figure <laughs> out how you get a little bit more tail high.
2: Yeah, oh, the best is critiquing circle, like, <laughs> like watching a contest. Right? What is he doing? Yeah, <laughs> <Like, laughs> we're like the best, we're like analyzing, so
1: so you became.
2: Yeah, and, okay. Editor-in-chief. Tony Tony Perez came in, and he kind of had just taken over for Ross. I You know, my timeline's a little off, but uh, Tony comes in, looks at what he's doing, and being like the smart, like enthusiastic businessman that he is, he, he looks, he's like, well, these guys are young, fun, and got relationships, and Evan's leaving, everyone, all the, all my clients in the industry are just like, well, we should probably go to Surfer or Trans World, because this kid's going to blow it. <laughs> And basically he took the other approach, he's like, hey, the Evan Slater days are over, the, the like big wave thing, the travel, the hardcore travel. He's like, no, this is like the modern collective magazine now. This is the which I, I love, you know, I was like a big Taylor Steele Kai fan, so I like I love movies, surf movies. Wasn't into contests as much, of course I paid attention, but it, it like defined my like approach to mm-hmm. this whole culture was that was was and him being like, Hey, we're going to every event, we're we're renting like a caravan of this the surfing magazine guys are coming to every party that the industry throws. They're gonna be like first in, last ones at the bar. <laughs> like he kind of like encouraged us to just he's like, go get to know be the relevant and like make the edgiest magazine and like I'm not gonna look at covers, I'm not gonna say shit about editorial, like go. Do what you're doing. And like that's where i say evan slater had built the framework in me to to like understand that i can't just just like put air guys on the cover every
3: time yeah
0: i wanted to build like a well but i wanted to be younger and like i remember having conversations with uh larry uh flame about he i mean i remember this one photo and he's like Oh my gosh! there should be a cover. This should be a cover. But we just ran an identical or similar shot, and the way they lay out, like, hey, you can't just run twelve issues of regular footers or twelve issues of barrels. It's got to be diversified. You know, it's got to, you know, it's got to be appealing. You know, there's a lot of moving parts. But he's like, man, yeah. it's just. He's all it sucks. I'm all this shelf here for a couple months. He's like, I, I can't. Like, yeah, You true. know, like, you know, and you have these conversations, and you're just like. Why me? Why? Why couldn't you just so it ended up being a 2 page spread instead of a cover, but still yeah. still killer, but Yeah. I I wanted to get your perspective on like how that goes down. You know, you get so many good photos and you have all these storylines you got to tie in, like how hard is it to like edit down all of that content? Yeah, it's it's a it's a full-time job.
2: It's like the it's like while well, everybody else is out like working and doing like Real work for the world. Yeah. We were in there debating everything you just said, like, and like passionately, like talking about. That like, shot's so sick, but it's similar to this, and
0: we got to, you know, know we're like,
2: saving this yeah. for this like themed issue. I mean, it's like it's a yeah. lot of juggling going on. Yeah. And you're trying to conceptualize a, you know, a theme or something that you have, or a, an idea that you're trying to. Illustrate. Quicksilver,
1: paid for two page
2: ad. I have, Billabong paid. I have to say, like, and this was what Tony told me. He's like, I will you know, blocked from, you don't want to be influenced by it. No. You can't,
1: Advertising dollars. You can't
2: put so-and-so on the cover because they don't advertise. I mean, he was like, go make the, So he's a great, I mean, that might have been, I will go to war at, on the back That might have been, the been in the early races. days, but not like, yeah, I think there's were times that, for sure, but my, my era, like, happened. Yeah, he would come in and be like, hey, you should <laughs> like, jokingly. Yeah. But I, I never felt that pressure and I think a lot of people would assume that it's like, Decided that way. Nope, it, yeah, I never felt it. Yeah, and our, I mean, magazines were like the cl- starting to decline at that time. But as long as you were, you had like numbers. You were trying to make sure that people were buying off the newsstand. But um, we just didn't really feel it was right.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean,
2: but there it, is t- a lot of crazy stuff that go. I mean, we do like edit conferences where you try to do like one to three years out, and then you try to build in one year, and then you gotta go out and illustrate that with photos and words. And, yeah, and, like, and some trips might not produce, and some might just strong. pop up, and then... I went to Canada with, with uh, my second trip I did was with Dane Reynolds and uh, Jamie O'Brien, and it was to Canada, which is the weirdest, it was like a weird, and Dane and Jamie, like did, they were just like polar opposites, but you know, the new air guys and whatever. But we went there, this elaborate trip, all these crazy stories that went into it, and it was flat for like seven days straight. We drank like warm beer on a beach, and like, you know, doing nothing. We got one session for like a half an hour. We got one or two photos,
1: and it was freezing,
2: cold, and just, was, I mean, crap. It was just sitting on the, I mean, it was like a beautiful place. And, and I was like, yeah. We went, well, we went to an island off, it was like a, an island off of there where you float plane in and it was was a rad trip yeah it's where i met nate lawrence i wrote about it actually in surfers journal about it during a Nate uh lawrence the photographer his portfolio on surfers journal but it was the first time i met nate because he for one going to canada the uh immigration department like does not like us coming in or they like it's like a retribution for whatever we do to people at (laughs) they they're like, you're from Hawaii, and you two are from California, and you have surfboards. Why the hell would you come from California to Hawaii to Canada to surf? Yeah. And so you just get grown for a while. They're pretty strict. For a while. Yeah. And then Nate had, like, he was supposed to meet us, and he had had, like, a minor in possession of alcohol ticket from when he was 16. Or six yeah, months. so, silly, so silly. that's on that. So they sent him back to Seattle. Nate drove in, like, rented a car, drove in, hired his own float plane, got dropped off of this, like, weird remote island. We had made it to and he like just like walked in with his camera gear above and that's when I my first experience with like a surf photographer who they're all fucking nuts <laughs> and like the you know all kinds of characters in that realm and, and Nate is just like hey i made it. dude you got sent back what I yeah. was just like baffled I mean we were gonna have a photographer for this trip and, um, but yeah and that was like where I learned the grit of being a surf photographer yeah and just like appreciating their persistence and, and some of the stuff that they go through to, to do to document like what goes into an image is psycho that's why you there's so much scrutiny that goes into what you put in the magazine it's such a at the time it was like you know there's a lot of good stuff that doesn't go so much, yeah, so, so much yeah there's so many good surfers in this world <laughs> now we see so much of it that we're like we're just like numb to it yeah but back then there was like so much good stuff going on yeah and, um, so much going on news. So, so there was like a sweet spot there. I think for a minute it seemed like the surf media, but yeah. So I I ended up like running the show at surfing for I think it was two years there, and, and that was our theme. Is like me and Kai established like a good relationship where his films and our outlook on surfing and the surf culture were really aligned. And yeah, I appreciated like his filmmaking. We had like a good relationship with Joe G, who I still have a good um, thing with his films. I just like was really really put a lot of our effort into like surf films and documenting the trips that go into that because that's just me growing up i would like watch the videos and i'd be like that session was in this mag you know i was like i connected the dots as a yeah. kid so much and so i always loved being part of that orchestration. yeah super cool
1: so then from there two years there that what 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 were the factors that led you to leave Surfing magazine. Yeah,
2: so I was there, kind of like, you know, I we had like an editor, Stuart Cornell. I don't know if you guys remember his, right? He is by far the smartest person I've ever met, the most like brilliant. I mean, he, he's brilliant, but he he had written a letter to us as like a, a surfing magazine, like mail-in letter, and it was like the mo- like the most well-written. Like he, it was like me identifying someone who like knew as much about surfing as a young like like. Holy shit, this kid knows me. Like, we don't need to, like, just answer his letter. he's like, get in here. We need to figure out who this kid is. Came in. He's this, he's from Hawaii. Um, brilliant writer. He's now gone to, like, he has every degree from Stanford. And he's a great surfer. He grew up, like, surfing in Hawaii. But he's this, like, just brilliant, like, wonderful person who, he was working with us, but I, I knew he would be short-lived in that world. And he was always aspiring to work at agencies. And he's just a really smart mind. But I got like a lot of great time, and we we worked really well together. And so, he was in there, kind of in and out. And had Scott the art director. We just had like a really good young crew of people making the magazine, and everything was firing. And Pete Terrace was the photo editor, and Jimmy Wilson, Jimmy Kane, Jimmy the Kane, assistant editor. You know, it's like we we looked around, and we're like we're young, and everybody in there was like talented, and we were bold and like making statements and claims, and like part of things that we're upsetting you know the older guard but not like in a disrespectful way i don't feel like it was just we're making noise and making magazines like well this is kind of fun throwing parties and premieres and
1: under the surfing
2: under the surfing banner, yeah, yeah. making the mag and then so we um just i i had always stewart's like i think he had always wanted to start a company and he kind of like identified this moment, this like little like creative powerhouse we had, and with Kai and me and Scott, the art director, and, and you know, there's always people just like spitballing like ideas that you want to elevate. And so I, in my head, I was 26. I've got my dream job. I was like, what do you do now? I mean, I want to do this for a while, but yeah, what got to keep going. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, we, we kind of like slowly workshop like this new, you know, and you're seeing technology start to, to influence different things and we wanted and me and Kai and Stuart and Scott, we all had like a more cultural, like we wanted to like go through Paris on our way to Hossiger and not, and stay for a few days. Mm. I guess that's the best. It was like cosmopolitan. We wanted to like splash some cosmopolitan fun into this. Yeah. Hardcore like surf dog thing. So we put like big lifestyle photos and like or just kind of get weirder with, with like the angle we were trying to do and like,
0: not just
2: like surf
0: sort of yeah more yeah. more focus on the, the story the destination just the one shot Yeah. Sort of action yeah. people like we love yeah. the style and like we were, I don't know like just like a lot more around. behind the scenes like hey, yeah, this killer restaurant like, go- we got cool like yeah. photo
1: it's like
3: yeah, open your eyes where you're yeah. going, like wow
2: this is cool look at this
1: it's like not just the surf part of the trip the the experience part of the trip but the culture yeah, like go, totally. go two days before or stay two days after. Yeah, so right? that's like
2: Kai, Kai and me on a trip. We'd be getting the surf stuff done, and then I would want to like go write about stuff and just kind of like sketch around like what what the place looked like. And he, as a filmmaker, wanting to like document that. And then magazine would come out and in concert we'd have the photos and the films, and so we had this like nice little thing going. And so I, I think that was just like the beginning stage of us wanting to do something kind of more just like really go dive into that and that kind of like launched you know what would go on to become what youth you know we it was a scary scary time
1: so so how how was it like deciding right like so who was who was part of what youth you scott
2: kai Kai, and that guy's us, stewart yeah so it was the four of us and we you know who's the other guy from hawaii Stuart Cornell.
1: Okay, Stuart. Yeah. So he's part of it.
2: Yeah, he at the time, like what had happened is towards the end of my time at surfing, Scott had moved to New York to do some art directing and kind of like moved to New York. But I knew he could do the job I wouldn't have done from New York just as well as here. And so I didn't replace him. I just, you know, we worked out a deal where he could still be that role. And so he was kind of like... Starting to move away and then Stuart had like moved to Portland to go to school and do something else and work for an agency, but he was still contributing. So everybody's starting to kinda of, like push away. And I had a good crew at the at the MAG, but I you know, we were they were just making the magazine. And I these guys had just planted the seed I couldn't get out that I wanted to like take this risk. It was scary as hell and like uh, you know
1: So you guys decided to start it. Yeah, What? Start. what, so, what you, who came
2: you? up with the name? Well, it was originally called Bunger for a really long time. Like, <laughs> and that was, I mean, we, yeah, we named it like 50 different times. I mean, naming something, if anybody that's gone to like try to name something, it's, like a, yeah. it's a curse that goes onto your brain for a long period of time. Um, uh, so we, we like, we quit kind of with, we kind of just had to quit because I'm like, we can't we can't keep having these meetings or ideas or talks at all on, in this world. You know,
0: let's get to keep it. All You can't to do, DL, it. You can't yeah, do we, it at work. We were only allowed yeah.
2: to like on the weekends have coffees and be like, we're going to do this. And, but they, like, like I said, they were all already moved on. I was the only one back. Scott had moved. Stuart was out. Kai had never, you know, did not have an office there. It was all just like, was I, was I going to leave the magazine? It was the big kind of like, yeah, debate. And so we had, I, I quit without... Because
1: it's, it's a huge risk because you have...
2: Yeah, totally. And, um, a
1: salary, benefits, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Yeah, oh.
2: Seniority. I had a, I had a car payment. I was, you know, I had a great job and was, had an apartment in Encinitas, I think, and we in Huntington, and just everything was dialed. Yeah.
3: And, and you're so going to upset the apple cart.
2: Yeah. And so I, it was scary, and I was the only one that had to, like, tell it to the whole crew and... We were we were like killing it at the time. It was, yeah. We There's nothing super like super fun. Nothing planted in in the in the culture that was like really negative or like to get but, out. of control. But your mind was made up. Yeah, I was just like, I gotta I gotta do
3: this. Gotta follow yeah. through
2: and at least give it a shot. And when I quit, we didn't. I mean, we didn't have like a name. We didn't have uh, really a plan. We kind of thought we could like go do some meetings with the brand. I remember we had this like uh, just god this little white board who wrote like brands like who we knew between me, Kai, and Stuart like. You know, we, between we, me and Kai, we knew kind of like a lot of the industry, but we're like, Do you think we could get like money out of them to like do a project? <laughs> it was just so raw. And you know, and then that kind of led us I mean, it was school first starting. And, what,
0: and what time or what year was this in? This was 2000, 2012? 2011. The end of two thousand eleven. Um, I, I left in October
2: and then we kinda of like workshopped and just did those types of meetings, um, trying to like sketch out what the hell we were doing um just constantly like Skyping from all around the world and, and like figuring out what we're doing and everyone's just like, what is he doing? What yeah. am you know, it was it was scary and um it took probably like four or five months till we kinda like what happened is I ended up um, getting switched on to this um Mike Mahaley who had started Oh yeah. Mike Mahaley started a the skateboard mag with yeah. with another a couple of guys and he he literally, like, met me at, like, a taco shop and kind of walked me through how you start a magazine from scratch. Because it got to a point where I was like, okay, I'm going to need some help. Yeah. Um, the romance was gone. It was like, what the hell do you, how do you do this? And so um, he laid out a certain type of framework, which is you raise some money and you you, know, you try to get yourself a runway for six months to a year to, to set up operations of a new thing. And we had, like, a, by then we had a concept we wanted it to be a, quarterly coffee table book with like, you know, Nate Lawrence um, had come on and like said, he wanted to leave the magazine and be a photographer for us. And so we had a guy, so we did that and we knew, you know, we're building, Scott and Stuart kind of started working on the website. Um, And, you know, we started, And Kai was
1: a powerful force in
2: the surf. He had just released Lost Atlas, that movie. Um, through surfing, we did a whole issue devoted to that, and like he had just kind of like finished that, and so yeah. it was like a clean slate. We're like, okay, now what? Um, so we, yeah, we, I mean, we're just like clean slate, like sitting there, and he's now got no media partner, and we got to start it. We have to start this new yeah. like, magazine. And um, all we we had like you know, Dane was we I'd call like surfers. Dane's like, yeah, I'm down. to so sound sick. To do whatever. Yeah. And so because yeah.
1: you had the new school nucleus of.
2: Yeah, we had, like, deep I mean, all Kai's friends were Dion and Craig and uh, Dylan Perlow and Perlow and, Perlo and um, just anybody. Chippa. Chippa, yeah, yeah. All those, like, fresh faces that were, yeah, like, the, the guys you wanted to watch surf at that time. Were, like, not, only,
0: not only those guys ripped, but they were kind of their own destiny as far as, like, the modern, like, marketing, yeah. like, social media. Like, that was yeah. all kind of taken off at the same time. I mean, you guys wanted to do this quarterly, like, coffee table book, but... Your online presence, you know, had to be pretty viral day to day or weekly, and kind of, you know, busy on that side. We we knew that was, and that you know, Stuart was smart and like kind of.
2: We went through a lot of different plans of how the website would work, and this is like Instagram was just kind of getting going, um, and the the coffee table book was like, that will validate us as a, a media brand, and it was just going to be like. Kind of like high fashion like kind of weird you know like timeless stuff like just so it was like a static we wanted it to be like you walk into someone's house and you saw a stack of what use and you're like that guy knows what's up or that yeah kind of in the, he knows what's going on yeah they're they're big and they're chunky and they're full of like huge photos um so we you know we, we mapped all that out we had like raised a little bit of money and uh, we got going, we got like a little, like a space and the surfers were all like fired up and Kai kind of like announced, helped us make this like viral video we did that was like kind on of a clip of Dane doing like some crazy alley-oop and you can still find it. It was just this like raw, like one minute, like what the hell is that? And said like, what, you can, then we kind of launched the website and it was like kind of like crickets though, when you're like, okay, drum roll and like we have this video and then you're like, okay, now what? Yeah. And launching a website is like this big crescendo and then you kind of like that's when you begin work yeah that's when you begin the, the persistent day-to-day grind it out always put something out create every day yeah and that's and you're that hoping that people see it yeah you can put like so many things on a deck or in a thing but we just like turn up every morning and start just like orchestrating and like of course we had kai and the servers and you know smart people involved and like connected people but we were just like yeah. showing up and just like building this thing like from the raw like foundation yeah and yes we you know we had we had partners that like gave us a little bit of cash at the beginning exchange which you you know we did not i did not i didn't go to business school i didn't know how how starting a company works you know you, i don't know that i didn't go to school knowing that like oh, you can get investors and they can give you money i was that naive to it at that time and that's why this whole experience of what you've done the last six years in my life is, like, it was a great college experience. Yeah. Educa- it was a great education. and We also have this, like, crazy portfolio of things we're capable of doing. And so it's it was this, you know, like, beautiful art project slash
0: business training school. Well, you guys executed kind of, like, what... There was a void for you know, there's kind of a void, you know, and then that kind of transformation from like old school print to more social media driven, more more website driven and stuff. So you guys were definitely on the polls.
1: Yeah. It was I mean let's talk about the other stuff that's out there, right? Um back then at that time it was Surfer's Journal, Monster Children, you guys, surfer, Happy. surfing. Right when
2: we came out, we looked looked at STAB and Monster Children, and we go, okay, we got to, we're, you know, these are our peers, these are our...
1: Competitive set.
2: It's like your best friend, you know, you're like inspired by them. Mm -hmm. We, you know, we we love Monster Children, we love STAB, what STAB was doing. And, you know, how do you differentiate? We were, we were in Newport, Huntington Beach, like, okay, we're Californian. But we're global because we have Kai and we're doing, like, these crazy trips all over the world. So, but we we wanted it to, like, that's when you start, like, planting the seeds that make it your own. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, it was a strange, it launched, like, a really weird time. (laughs) And it was the beginning of that magazine to social media change. Yeah. You know, the industry started to, like, show all sorts of bad signs and retail and, and we, you know, every year we make it and somehow pull it off. We would be like, we just got to keep grinding it out. We're be gritty, be grindy, be the. I I,
1: I loved Wolf. what Youth Magazine. Okay. Yeah. yeah. What Youth is, I mean, I was so stoked and enamored by what you guys were putting out because it was, it was young, fresh, but also like, it, it's it was like. Part of our culture already, you know what I mean? Like you, you were doing things that were, you know, paying homage to the Fletchers or it was Bunker Spreckles, right? It was like, kind of
0: like bringing it back to more grassroots, but yeah. also on the pulse of what was, what was going training,
1: on
2: now. You know, you know? we had a, uh, like a saying internally. It, it was it went on to be not just internal, but it was radical class, and like the way that we identified that. A lot of people thought it was, like, rad, go to rad class at school, but it was, like, more, like, radical, meaning, like, gritty, punk, underground, like, inspiration, like, the, you know, authentic. Like, we, we aren't kooks from somewhere else. We know these worlds, and we want to, like, be authentic to it, to surfing, to skating, to music. Whatever we were writing about, Is be radical with it. Like yeah. be edgy and be authentic to that. And then the class is, like, you know... Kai brought a lot of sophistication from his art. And like my, just like English background, knowing that you could be gritty and you could also like class it up with a bit of like, not just being like an idiot. Like yeah. A punk, yeah. Just to be a yeah. punk. There's like a drive It was an in electric,
1: intellectual, intellectual, like intellectual. Wow. Intellectual read. Spit it out. You know, it, it wasn't just dumb surf. You know.
2: Yeah, we. I mean, that was. That was by design, and it, it was a perfect storm of who we had on the mm-hmm. staff and my background, Kai's background, everybody like forming this kind of you know interesting.
0: So, in, of, in hindsight, you were so sketched on leaving the surfing magazine gig. You started this, and then years later, like surfing evaporates. How how yeah. like surfing went away? <laughs> did you just trip on like making that call and following through and making this happen? Were you? Uh, yeah,
2: but like, it wasn't like a like I told you so at all. No, yeah, I was no, like, I wouldn't think with, so. Yeah, yeah. I was.
0: Um, I mean, you're probably bummed. I mean, I mean all of us were. Bummed. How weird was it that but just?
1: How I mean, weird was it to you that surfing and surfer merged?
2: Yeah. Well, I'll, right. I like not think that, that up, but that actually that's something that led me to probably quitting. Uh, was surfing magazine originally was in the same building as like Astronex and and Skateboard Mag, I think so. It was part of the same big like parent company, but our offices were separate. There was a Dana Point office that had surfer and a bunch of others. Like canoe and kayak and boat boating a bunch of mountain biking, a lot of other like sports magazines. Ours just had skateboarder and surfing magazine. And it was just like this clubhouse. And like we had Herbie Fletcher and Dibby coming in to hang out every afternoon and like just the world that is Astrodeck. Like yeah. I s that like I still have like Astrodeck in my veins because of that time there, you know, like I know Herbie Fletcher. Yeah. Oh my god, tell my dad I hang with Herbie Fletcher. And you know, that that I swear that like translated to the magazine. It was this clubhouse and that yeah. was real. And then they moved they got bought by some other big company uh, source interlink or some just some massive publishing house. And they moved us into this big, new, glossy, like, San Clemente office, like, every magazine. So it was surfing in, like, one corner, and then they, like, they tried to make Surfer be on the far other end. But I was, like – it represented, like, the, the decline of the magazine culture. It was, like, they were just putting us in a corporate – I was, like, this isn't why I wanted to be a surf mag guy. I actually <laughs> – I think I put in, like, a petition to try to get us to move to the garage, to the warehouse, <laughs> so we could run the office out of downstairs in the loud garage where because the, the bike guys had like this garage zone to work on bikes so we'll go down there we don't i didn't want to be in this like weird uptight thing
0: and yeah like, Well, creativity and, and like you say that like, mojo and just the camaraderie I like, it all goes yeah. yeah so we didn't get that thing and i invited andrew doheny had some like
2: crazy loud garage band at the time and so on like a thursday afternoon at 4 45 i like had him and his band come play on <laughs> our side out of our office like the most abrasive <laughs> fuck you loud punk show in like basically in the office space office like in in a trope you guys station. want us all together here's your band I was like hey we got music over here yeah and, like, they play this is the what show. surfing is and I yeah it was it's kind of a dick move but I I mean, think it's funny that's <laughs> what we want. that's what I would, that was our attitude and I I just it got to a point like Tony was publishing both and like juggling ads for it all and I mean, there was it was divided, and there was no like real competition. Yeah. But, yeah. Like I don't know, I, just like the culture inside there frustrated me a lot, and For I sure. played on. The, I played off that like energy a lot, which it only went so far. I was like, I gotta. Well,
0: it. I was just going back to the point of like you you took all this risk, you went and started this What Youth magazine, you know, with your crew, and just to validate like. You made that jump at the time was probably like you said scary and and, and nuts. But then, in hindsight, it's like okay, we made the successful thing, and then and the mags declined just based on you know the economy and print and so you know it was all going viral. Yeah. online. It
1: was, so how long of. was it? Okay. You 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 started the brand, started the magazine. Um, were you guys successful? Like what what was? I, what,
2: I, what, you, yeah uh like there'd be years where we would we, we never like made money we all like were able to kind of like pay ourselves it was a juggle sometimes you had like raise more money we we never, but that we kind of knew for a while that was how it was going to be yeah and everybody kind of understood that but it was strong i mean like none of us i think knew what 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 youth's goal was to do is like grid it out for five years and if we came up with our head up we could like maybe there'd be some new opportunities to do something with it like you know and we experimented with like clothing we experimented with you know maybe it was going to be a coffee shop or maybe it was going to be uh, a production company or there is like a lot of different things but they were all just like kind of trucking along and doing well but never quite like I mean, it was a, it was a tough time. Yeah. Industry, like, every company basically, like, walked their doors out to media and were like, we are our own media house. Yeah. And so we were like, well, I guess we could, like, make t-shirts to, like, make ends meet for this year. And so that actually bought us kind of a year when we launched, like, the What you shirts. <laughs> like, literally, we were, like, juggling. It wasn't like it. Yeah. But, but we all fed off that. That was, like, what drove us to work every day. It yeah. It's like, yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out and... It was I mean, the drink you guys together. put out
1: a lot of great, um, magazines for yeah, what? For, we put
2: out, um, I was there for 19 issues of a yeah. magazine. And,
1: um, and you were the, I mean, seriously, you, you were the best magazine out there.
2: Yeah. When, yeah when,
1: Honestly. There, there
2: yeah. wasn't, I mean, magazines had, and the magazine portion, like, played a, a different role. We, the real goal, I mean, we were making videos and filmed and. We were interviewing all kinds of, I mean, we were interviewing, like, there's some more, and we were trying to, like, sprinkle all kinds of wild stuff yeah. into it, and it was, like, we're, and we, like, opened up the gap between skating, I think, like, we were doing skate stuff. And, yeah. Um, skaters would come hang out with us, which, that's not what we started. It started as a surf thing, and we always knew we'd be open to, to everything, but to unlock the, Skate, you
0: know, there's guys are gnarly. Oh, late night about skate as soon as we run out of surf content. Just skate. <laughs> we got some skaters on tap, you guys. Don't worry, we know, everybody skates.
3: Let's yeah, do this.
2: Well, we all, but like, no, that, that, like, the cultures weren't like seeing our eye. We, I, I like to think that we, you know, brought some of them together yeah. in a cool way that we made some stuff that we're stoked on and interviewed skaters that I'm stoked to have met. Came friends with like Marto. <laughs> yeah that's pretty cool yeah uh, so yeah then you know we did i think it was five or six years i was there
1: so then what happened
2: <laughs> then what happened it you know like i guess i would use the analogy of a like you're you're in a band right like we're in like a rad indie punk band that's like doing the circuit and we're grinding it out and we we're having success and, and we're making records and we have like this cult following and like it's all working wait no one's like getting rich and nothing's quite you don't know what happens next and then you get to a point when you gotta like sign with a major label or stop touring. being edgy or stop touring or and no one no one was like saying you have to do this but there you know people get involved or people start uh, changing what the The goal is, you know, there's creative people and there's business people and it's like a table as old as time. Like, you know, this. every, a lot, this happens a lot. This is not like the first time this happened. And um, a lot of it for me got to a place where there's just like people that come into your life that you need to not see anymore. (laughs) And this is my... But then that forces you to make... Other, yeah, what well, is your baby? You know? Yeah. another other yeah, you, you I mean, this is a mature, this is like you, this is my baby, this isn't like I just like did another like, fuck you, punk rock, start a new thing, like that was my intentions. It was like, this was like a, um, yeah, like a, you just gotta remove something that isn't working. And, and you, you know, it was just my time, I just wanted to sign off like that. And it led to a lot of other people signed off at the same time. And so I, I left and, and I still have like a crew that kind of came with me in a sense, like I guess uh, they're all doing like their own things and everybody's kind of got some new projects on the creative side. And there's, you know, What Youth is still, still a thing and still going and, you know, that's cool to me that there's a legacy to it, that it's, yeah you know, we all left. Course, like it's okay. Like surfing, surfer magazines. John Severs started like 1961. <laughs> he wasn't there. He yeah, handed it off and left yeah. it at some point. Um, it, it 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 sucks that you you feel like you kind of ripped a. You, it wasn't quite done. And that's why it's like a band that was maybe halfway through like an album that yeah, you wanted to put out that might have like led to
0: something bigger. But but, le- but leaving there opened other opportunities and, and yeah as it does it was, it
2: other. was like, yeah, it, and it was like a really interesting place for me I, I left what youth and it was a god I mean it took a long time to untangle from that it was like it was, it was deep it was dark it was like you know your whole I had like probably 15 like really talented creative young people and, and like peers and, and like Kai and Scott and those guys like you know we all were like without work or without yeah. outlet um, everybody is going to be fine I knew that just by how it was set up but um, yeah that sucked that took like a while to shake it's like a break it's like breaking up yeah um, it's it, a
1: long long relationship yeah and plus it was your baby
2: yeah and it, I mean all you can do is kind of put your bookends on it of your time there which is what I like to do with surfing looking surfing magazine. looking back on that so like yeah. I had a rad time there and it has led me to the what you phase and the what you phase will lead me to the to the new phase and i it's it, not to get real deep but like i think that's like the the perfect way to describe like what surfing is is like a lot of people come into our industry with the test tube like the formula and they're like oh we can get richer exploit this hole in the thing and like i'm not like i don't have like the goal to like retire with a house and you know on the point of in Montecito or something like with a billion dollars in my account I, I really don't have that and it's why I don't need to ride like Kelly's wave pool I like we'll get make, to that I wake up in the <laughs> morning like to to like to make the what if magazine or to make the hair bummer like world come alive and it's it's like why like I, why the fuck would we ever go surf the cliffs every morning <laughs> it looks like hell <laughs> But it's because, like, you show up there and there's, like, all these, like, random dudes that you, like, love to see. Yeah. It's, like, the happy side of localism. Like, there's – localism is so sick because I don't look at it as, like, this, like, territory. I just think of it as, like, this place you, like, see all these, like, weird weirdos <laughs> that you're friends with. Uh, I mean, it's it's a happy thing to me. Yeah. Not,
1: when it, you, of it's, course it's happy it's, when you're a local.
2: Yeah, um, but I I actually even love like the strange nuance of like going into it. I party. know what
0: you I know what you mean when it comes I down do too. to like you know it could be the same people that hit the same coffee shop every morning. They just want to go hit that com you know that buddy and yeah. like say hi and they feel comfortable. I mean you get the guys in the camaraderie of the parking lot. Yeah, and we're like in the chill. lineup. Yeah,
2: like, we like like a lot. The world. I think like the way the pace it's going. I think about this shit a lot, but like. Um, we're all like trying to chase like the sunset or like we're trying to get to something we think is like out there this like big like we're finally going to sit back on like a chair and be like I've done it Yeah. <laughs> but no we're just going to fucking die yeah. and <laughs> stop chasing right, and right enjoy like right in front of you and, yeah. and your like surf experience and whatever it looks like or your house that you have or your like wife or your girlfriend or your, like your world and your family and like Yeah. Hey, you said wife and
1: girlfriend, not whatever
2: you've got. Boyfriend, girlfriend. I don't. Whatever your 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 world in front of you is like that. Surfing teaches you that. Like, it's not always good. Yeah. But we go anyways, and we like show up, and it's like creates this like beautiful story that why you guys interviewed me, why you would interview me about uh, my first surfboard until now, and getting barreled at nights is right. Like, I don't. I didn't have that Lance's right barrel in my head. I just wanted to like live this this like thing, and so that's. I want to like make a new what you. I want. I want to like get up and I'm like fired up by all this stuff. Yeah. Um, It's not because I'm trying to like cash out or retire or no. Like my my. You want to do something that you love to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So
1: so fast forward to today, what is Travis Frey up to?
2: What am I up to? Today I got my dad a wetsuit at Hurley. Nice. Uh, and I went down and like hung out with the Brixton guys and working on the project with them. But my kind of wake up and and do is um, inherent bummer. As I kind of mentioned briefly, what youth had a moment when it was kind of called bummer, like placeholder name, but we Mm -hmm. kind of knew that wasn't gonna be it. Um, and bummer, you know, and so I like I workshopped the name. Bummer. Once I left, what And I was like, maybe I'll just maybe I'll play with that. And like, um, I was reading, <laughs> I was reading *Inherent Vice*, which is a book by Thomas Pynchon, and it was a movie that Walking Phoenix is in. It's about like nineteen sixty nine. It's a, it's a movie that makes no sense and a book that makes no sense, but there's like some crazy. It's about like nineteen sixty nine in Venice or Manhattan. Um, there's surf references all over the thing. Anyways, I just got like that, and I just attached *Inherent Bummer*. Because, like, it's kind of what, I guess, my big spiel, what I'm getting to is, it's like, our bump, like, bummers are kind of what keep us going, right? Like, the dinging your board, the, like, the little nuances of surfing that, that, uh, I don't know, they, they just drive, it's not about, like, the, like, end goal, it's, like, all these, like, dumb Bumps along the and road. This, and, that just, it's not a negative thing. It's
0: like a fun, it's like inherent. Like, hey, nobody remembers line. your best wave. They always remember the wipeout. you know? Like, I mean, it's, I, I hey, did you see I want to kill? No, I saw that when you purled on, you cooed, you know? Yeah, like, that's the way we feed. Like you said, we feed off of, like, the little things. Inherent bummers. Inherent yeah. bummers. But they're conversation starters. And it's, it's what
2: we, it's the, the journeys that we talk about and, like, all the funny, like, yeah. I don't so know. what is inherent bummer? So right right now basically I built it I built it as a as a website and a newsletter that's it's just a platform for me to kind of like um, write with and I've like you know got some of the writers that we worked with at What Youth and a couple others and um, you know we, we it's just a place right now where I can talk about surfing write about surfing and my experiences and we've got like you know there's some food and some drink
0: and some Do you want me to read music. you want me to read the mission statement here Yeah let's read it. You got a mission statement, investigative hey, hey, reporter? Oh yeah. Farmer is a multi-platform creation machine built to illustrate the true spirit and enthusiasm of surfing and surf culture. We are here to make things for you and for our clients, but most importantly, ourselves. Our emphasis: are authenticity, storytelling, and honest observation of the subculture we live deep within. We can be your window in your mirror, into surfing and the odd and often imitated culture surrounding it. Pretty deep. But like, how great. sick
2: was that dump truck that drove by, like, as, as a, I'm like, writing it? Bummer, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, Wait, can you repeat that? I worked that out. But, yeah. Um, yeah, so it's, like, it's, you know, it's one one part production company where I can work with brands within the industry to help, I don't know, like, create, create rad videos or, or stories yeah. or work with them to illustrate, you know, like... Because like, at Hurley they're trying to execute a certain thing, and maybe I can help. At the end of the day, though, like I'm an editorial minded, so I, it has to have a voice. I'm, I have to talk about it. I have to create like a following. I want people to like, you know, have an inherent bummer shirt and like our little core community be like, I that's I know what that like kind yeah. of is speaking to and about, and so it's like yeah, that's like that part of it. And, so you know, it's, hopefully we'll make you know it's 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 modern media, I guess, is what. Um, the simple way to put it I don't I don't have like like I said I don't have I'm not trying to get to this like pinnacle thing but it's going to be an outlet for a lot of my creative friends that are making things like there's a kid Hunter Martinez who just made a over the last year he made an independent surf movie that stars like Eton Osborne and Shane Borland and Will Reed and just like local California kids and they self-funded this like rad video and Hunter like kind of started working at what you for the end and you know, he, he's just like, "Hey, what do I do now?" <laughs> he has this movie, man, and so I'm whipping him into like. That's why I reached out to Chad at like Quicksilver and Evan Filibong and.
0: So you're almost um, like consulting on some levels, but also like yeah, and I'm, giving him an, an opportunity to filter so gonna, your site. And, and I'm kind of. Like, I'll help you through
1: it. You're gonna be like creating content.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna create
2: original content, and then like for example, the first thing that I did my quote-unquote soft launch for Inherent Bummer was craig anderson made the quieter or the more you can hear that film that he made yeah insane. he literally was like gonna just like release it on vimeo you know he, he made it kai edited it and i was talking to them too. and this was like the first time i kind of put myself back out since you know what youth a year i basically spent up north wow. <laughs> in the weeds <laughs> surfing uh came back and was like hey let me help you throw like an event for this the video you did, like, I'd be psyched to, you know, I've got Inherent Bummers, this new thing, it's, it's new, it's gonna be, you know, media, I, I wanna throw you an event, and I will benefit from, you know, having you
3: work
2: It's your launch. And, and, yeah, and, like, in your head, like, Craig doesn't wanna throw a party for himself, you know, Craig is very, like, yeah. he doesn't wanna throw himself a party, but I, I'll help him, like, get it, I love, like, surf video premieres, it's, like, the coolest thing we have going. Yeah. Show up and have a band play, and, and we, so I helped him like orchestrate a thing at the Ace in downtown, and I showed up to that party. We put the movie on, and like Bruce Irons was there, Christian Fletcher was there, Craig, yeah. all the young kids. It was just like a reunion, and I was like, "This is sick. I, this is what I want to do. This is what it is. Yeah, it's like it's a uh, it's a surf <laughs> it's a surf brand that makes stuff. Um, so it's, yeah, it's just an outlet for that, and, you know, we'll see how it evolves. But I want to, if it's a brand I can, I want to help like. You know, relay your message in whatever way. If it's, if you've got something to say, like I have a website and an Instagram that we can <laughs> tell stories and do stuff with. Um, and then, yeah, we'll, we'll see how it kind of evolved. But it's just like a community board slash creative hub. Yeah, it's right cool. Now. Um, you know, you're not going to make a magazine right now. Right. It's a tricky world out there. And I think this is like the best way to maybe work within the industry. Specialized for each brand that like is doing something kind of they need help, you know, shouting about or yeah. illustrating. So we'll see how that that takes off. That's kind of the
0: well, I, I would hope a lot of these. Surf brands I want to see print. Would your would use your um your your skills your skill sets you know and and use your. I'm consulting. excited for it. I yeah. mean,
1: I, I think
2: right Travis. Now, the best thing you can do. We have a newsletter that you can subscribe to, and we'll like you know every two weeks we kind of write you'll get some music, get something to eat, drink, and, like, all rant about surfing and talk about what we're doing. It's just kind of, like, something to read. Hopefully a happy newsletter that's not selling you something, and that's that's that arm. You know, it would be, you said you wanted to see print. I yes. There is, like, a lot of interesting projects that can entail print in a way that print does work. It's, it's like, down to a very slim thing that print does, and you need... A brand or an idea or a concept that I think you can illustrate perfectly, and we can do it. But it's gonna, you know, it's not we're not going to quarterly regularly get yeah. brands to advertise and put that out. It's expensive to print. it's yeah. So yeah. Expensive. I mean, at what we we spent a lot on that book to, to we spent. You know, we weren't putting money in the bank. Or putting in that book. Yeah. It was a. It was to make that thing as good as we could make it. So it's hard to do, but. We'll see, we'll see. Like, hopefully there's projects that, that, like, hair Bummer can do that come out in print. That would be rad.
0: Yeah. Will you guys be covering, like, just events, like, kind of, you know, as, like, I don't know, I guess, social events, you know? Yeah, you Are you yeah. like, like, going to do a take on, like, the Open? Or are you covering the WSL at all? Or are you just covering, yeah. like, Actually, winner, might... Hawaii winners? Like... Totally. I, I
2: want there to, uh, you know, That's what I'm feeling out is like, whether it's going to be like a lot, maybe we align with brands and help them kind of tell their North Shore story or that, but I'll, I'll, wherever I go, I want to, I just want to kind of like relay from the field, like what's going on.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, And definitely like go down. I want to be a part of the surf culture and we'll see how that kind of blooms and bring my vision to that. That's Dave chair. Come here. Whoa,
1: Dave. Dave, come say hi guy's famous. You know Dave Bonaventure. I he, didn't see him. He, he left. He ran, um, in. He ran yeah. in and out. Anyway. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, Mark and Dave, it's two hours and 15 minutes.
2: God, what was Duma did like a... Three,
1: three hours
0: and a half. God. Yeah, that guy didn't shut up, though. I'm just kidding, <laughs> Duma. Uh, come back on the show anytime, bro. What did... Chicks do? you. Does got, it got, seem got, like two got, hours and 15
2: minutes? No, no, I'm not where yeah. How old am I now? I'm like in the story. I'm 20, I'm 35. <laughs> <laughs> what do we need to get to? I feel like we chronologically just wrote
3: my Where memoir. are you going to
0: be in 50? No, I'm yeah. just kidding. No, we're, you I'm know. I'm going to be at the Cliffs tomorrow. We <laughs> want to, not that you need help, uh, you know, promoting this Inherent Bummer um, venture and site. More like we need the, the help over here. But, uh, so where are you at now with yeah.
2: Inherent Bummer? I, it's funny. Is it a business? Is I was, I was Is it a... US Open, I was like, I talked to a lot of uh, friends in the industry and got yeah. to see people for the first time in a while. And uh, I would say, like, I have organized. I, you know, it took a while to build the the website and the to sort of wrap my head around like how I was going to speak to the thing and, and and untangle from what youth and distance, just my voice from from like what I was doing there and I'm to kind of launch this and wrap my head around what I want this to be. Um, how do you guys feed beers and then like work lightweight. <laughs> it's true. I'm the grom here.
0: You are the grom here.
2: Uh, if you're
0: the grom, this is our grandpa over here. Hey,
1: whoa! I will take you in the ding ding. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, the question was, what am I doing with it? Right now, I'm actually trying. So maybe this will help. Maybe this will help promote it. I'm trying to. I want to do this like uh, project called So California. I think by talking about it, I'll put it in the ether and it will happen. And I'm close. I've been working with the guys at Surfline to maybe just help me, like, get it out there and um, a few other people. And it's basically, like, treating home like a surf trip. Like, I want to get, you know, at what, you, we did these trips called, like, This Is Us. And basically, we get a big white van and, like, throw. We threw, like, Andrew oh, yeah, Dohini, yeah. Brendan Gibbons. And we picked Yago up from LAX one time. Went to San Francisco. Threw, yeah. to San Francisco. And yeah. shitty waves. But, like... You come back with this, this like, flavor of that spot, and, like, we got to know Yago on that trip, and, and like, and he, you know, Yago went on to do people on the U.S. Open, it's and he's, he like, adventure. he's, like, yeah, so I, I, like, have this, this, uh, surf culture, you know, was born here in, you know, in the 60s, I think, uh, 50s, 60s, like, 50s, literally, like, I would just saw all these posters like people used to pay like a dollar fifty to go to like a John Severson like screening of a surf movie a dollar fifty in the like, fifties like it's rad yeah <laughs> they would yeah. like kids you couldn't get a kid to pay a dollar fifty to walk into anything uh, but anyways like I just I want to kind of document the current state of like Southern California via yeah. like kind of one of those this is us style trips like San Diego to Malibu and everything in between with some segments and and make like a a film series about it like. It's more, you know, in the vein of the stuff you've seen us do. Like, it's fun. It's, you know, you'll have yeah. other guys. But I also want to like put some story time, some like, you know, beautiful cinematography in it, place and some location. <laughs> well, characters. a lot
0: of a lot of people, yeah, a lot of people get stuck in their own routines and their own surf spots, and and they might not have the time to go on like these extravagant like surf trips, or they just might have a couple days, or hey, a swell popped up, but. Yeah, inspire people just to go up and down the coast, even if it's next city or yeah. next county. Is it's literally it's
2: awesome. Awesome. I want to start the first trip for Bummer. I was like, let's just like put, kind of flip the camera on ourselves and pretend it's a surf trip here, because I think Australians will come here and they. Like, this is
0: what you do when you have no budget. And you're starting a new gig. Exactly. Just kidding. No, it's no, it's, it's under- still <laughs> no, but it's super engaging. Yeah, and I feel and like, like no
2: one's. I, I mean, you'll, we'll get some like we've got like some red guys who who. Hopefully, gonna jump in. I'm basically waiting for a voice, yeah. <laughs> but um,
0: I mean, yeah, even down like you said, like food to to yeah. like the you know, this like I got the this, vibe of the different like where to go, what's you know, everything's happening everywhere, yeah. So, it's, how, like, do, you, how I, do you how do you how do
2: you we forget that the whole world? Like, I, I, I would say, my, my girlfriend's from North Carolina, but she's well traveled and grew up in one you know, surf culture was, was this thing she saw from afar. And it's kind of like reinvigorated my curiosity for what we take for granted. Yeah. This is when you go anywhere else, like Southern California is like, we are exactly what people like are curious about and like think it is, but it's God, we're, we're, it's fascinating. and we forget like how nuanced and interesting it is? And, and I want to kind of like do that from a core perspective but also like hopefully something that, that is really like wow I mean I went to the beach at Windensea to start this summer I think. Just like kinda of sat on the beach at Windensea and surfed that wave and it was super fun and I mean just like the that's like California right Dude. there. There's like beautiful people, there's crazy locals and it was
0: rad. I love every bit of what it, I've you looked. get. The people that park their same car in the same spot every day. You get like the, the just you, the tourist people that are R- are yeah. VRBOing. You got the locals. I you love the summer too.
1: That's what awesome. is in the making something really cool and substantial that's worth watching, right? I hope so. With you know, with surfing, it's as healthy as it's ever been. You know what I mean. Like, there's a, a huge amount of interest in what surfers and surfing is up to these days, right? I mean, but they're locally. All,
2: they're all just, like, in wave tanks, though, right?
1: No, no. <laughs>
0: I mean we you get, have we're gonna get there, right? Yeah. We're gonna
1: get there, right. but okay. This West, is gonna be the West Coast Board Riders.
0: I have not later, but yeah. Track. Okay. We'll get you in there. I'll
1: West West Coast Board Riders Clubs. Yeah. Right?
2: Oh yeah. Brandon Gilmetz has got me intrigued. Teach me
1: about them. Bro, it's insane. Um Ziggy and Casey, we started it, Sport of Kings, right? Mm-hmm. They first started it as a Huntington Beach little thing, right? But before you know it, there was Huntington Beach Board Riders Club, Seal Beach Board Riders Club, South Bay Board Riders Club, Newport, you know, Board Riders Club. It's Clemente, exploded Encinitas, up and down that. the coast. Yeah. And have you been to one yet?
2: Uh, no, not to one. No, but I, I'm, I'm very well aware. Like okay. Brandon's been trying to get me the Huntington ones, and when I was living in Encinitas, the Cotes were doing the Encinitas. Yeah. Thing. So I, they're everywhere. Yeah. yeah. And it's rad. It's I rad think because like it's, what it needs is just like it it just need I mean we're it's all it's kinda like we're bummers that it's all built up, it's ready to go. Yeah. And now we just need to kinda like so here's reject the youth and the fun and like make Here's it sick.
1: here's what's like the positive side What's what so positive about it and what it's gonna do for surfing for for the US, right? So now Don Meek, who was the guy from Prime Ticket,
2: don't, oh, I know Don. He worked at Yeah. So
1: he's now in charge of West Coast Boardriders Club. See, we're
2: all one big fan. Right. So that's yeah. why you can't ever burn a bridge.
1: Right. Well. So even one, me and one, Sam
2: McIntosh yell at each other, I we we always bury the hatchet. Of one degree
1: address. of separation. And then East Coast now, they're they're they've formed boardriders clubs up and down the Eastern Seaboard.
3: Okay.
1: So we're surrounded. It's gonna be um, as big as what Australia has created mm-hmm. with their board riders club. Is
2: the is the culture the same? Like, are you are you basing it off of how they do
0: it, or who's what's the template? So so t- t- templates. It's broken down. It's by like the division. game, right? Yeah. I Girl
1: acts game. game. But and that was it's... on a
0: pro level. That was more like trying to go Olympic, you know, like country country. Elites, same concept, but this bridges the gap from the youth to so they the, do it in to, brackets to the veteran. Mm-hmm. Okay,
1: so the groms are like what? There's 10 to 15, there's, or four, like there's
0: 14 and under, 15 to 19, girls is open, and then there's 20 to 29, 30 to 39, and all the way up to 50 and then over. Okay. So there's all these different so degrees. Yeah, groms, certain so levels, your zone, yeah, you know, yeah, everybody from. But you're you know, you're bridging those, you know, those elders, you know, that still rip the local break. They may have been ex pros or just or local heroes. Yeah. And then you got pretty much I would say most of the the forties are ex pros, if not like again, local heroes. Thirties are definitely like relevant pros, if not right there. And then the twenties are the, the hot. Yeah. The fifteen, 19s, the hot. The fourteen and under the hot. Girls open I mean, so it's just a really great Bonding between like the local community yeah. and then spreading that relationships that everybody has up and down the coast from competing at you know as a youth at WSA or NSSA to maybe a pro tour or just you know seeing them come through town. So yeah. you get all of these. I think surfing's gonna great, get uh, so
1: the, the surfing uh, community is gonna get tighter and the surfing progression. Yeah, with up and down the coast on both coasts and, is the, and the, in the
0: cities the city councils are getting behind it they're, they're partnering up with local surf shops the local restaurants a local venue to have an after party so yeah. it's not just show up to the beach whoever gets a trophy it's more about ex- coming to that town and experiencing mm-hmm. like like people accepting you from out of town and showing you good time and showing you respect like hey this is our town we're going to show you a good time make so, sure everybody's having a you know Eventually, Taking it's going to be
1: West Coast versus East Coast, too.
2: I love it. I'm sold. Where do, can I see? that? And then... And then I, you guys have a contract? And then yeah. the final, I guess, no. this
1: year, right? Huh. Whoever ends up in the final is going to be at Lowers. Okay. Oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> you guys ever got the serve Lowers? In
0: heat? He doesn't even put on a jersey, so I don't even know what this guy is. Did they, he's by far, like, probably one of the best 50... Or, wait. Yeah. 15-over. <laughs> and uh, he's scared to put on a jersey. So, you don't put on a jersey at Lowers.
2: <laughs> you better. I've done it once, and it's it's like one of it a tag team in. Yeah, nothing has hurt more than getting, getting out to tag someone else in on your team. <laughs> God, yeah.
1: So yeah, West Coast Road Riders Club is a a bright future for.
2: I no, for I surfing. love. I love that it, it like starts at the core level, and it's why I think you know there's a big like the. I don't know but the debate or like the, the gossip mags and the, the boys at Beach Street, like to like rail on the, the vowel and like the new the new surf There's a lot of new surfers, right? Oh there. yeah, yeah, there's adult learners, adult right? Adult learning people. Which yeah, is, which I'm like all I'm all for, and I but I think what you guys are creating is it is a great like way to to catch them up get them up to speed with you know we all have industry backgrounds or or like you know Jaden Bud Surf Tour. Yeah. <laughs> whatever whatever uh, you know we, we grew up like having those those good organizations to just be around the beach all day and like see how it all that kind of works and you know they they don't they don't get that and so that's this is like a rad way to include them down there with all the fun that you'll be bringing and uh, yeah it's like inclusive it's like these are the core cool guys uh, yeah the guys in the heats but like include them and like teach them how it works and like yeah local community can but it, embrace embrace your local learner
0: <laughs> yeah and it is it's cool it's 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 for the families and just it's for the cities you know like there's so much good um coming out of it where we in the Huntington one we did a um a uh, life-saving um you know uh, technique that was taught by the lifeguards yeah you know for all the youth and you know right now the youth you know there's a lot of rich parents and rich families that are getting into the surfing and they have a coach and a manager and this and that. And, you know, there's kids that don't have anything, you know, they don't even have a dad that surf. They're just down there. So yeah. gets them into a, a group where they get the support they need. I mean, and yeah. Huntington, you kidding me? You got Brett Simpson and you got like Micah Byrne and you got like Jay Larson and guys and Danny Nichols <laughs> to come and help. It's going to be heavy. Huntington better Knicks? win. But you know what I've I mean? Nichols, so and, and then, you know, like, there's beach cleanups involved. There's just a lot of positive yeah. energy that's surrounding so it. So that's so that's one thing that's yeah. a bright future. I, no, I,
2: I love that because it, it starts at like I'm a I'm a big community core core community and let it like let that like be the umbrella that welcomes in people who are just being introduced to surfing. Yeah. I'm okay with like bringing them along, but it you know it gets overwhelming if people just come in. Like, For sure.
1: Olympics. Like, What's Olympics. your take on surf Olympics?
2: Uh, not for me. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, okay. I'm, you know, Lyndon probably knows, but I don't know. Like, I, my, the organ, getting too organized. I think, like, I, that's why I think I, I gravitate towards like a West Coast board, or a Board Club kind of concept for this culture, um, more than. I don't understand why we need to maybe be validated by the Olympics, I guess. I've never really thought about my, my, why I have this, web. I'm going to watch. It's cool. It's yeah, great. Yeah. It's going to be great for, you know, to see Canelo go, whatever, go in the Olympic ceremony. That, that's pretty exciting. I, I'm, yeah. I'm going to have to see it play out. I don't, I don't want
3: to. I like, think
0: it's really great for the athletes that are involved. And, that would be exciting. And, and I, so exciting. I don't, I don't know how. If much the it waves can are help, good, help this sport.
1: If, if the waves are good, it's going to elevate the viewership, yeah. right? And it'll help launch surfing in the Olympics. If the waves are shit, it's going to be shit.
0: But that's what I mean. That's why it's so, not. It's never. never remember been. when the X Games, they did the X Games at the pier? Like one foot.
2: <sighs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: So that's the thing. It's like I, I'm. I'm torn between that because, you know, as a business person, sales rep in the industry, we want whatever we can get to make surfing and the culture and the products popular.
2: Let me challenge that briefly. Not challenge that. No, challenge I've never done that. But
3: We, we <laughs> love I want, challenges. I
2: want to say is like, that was, it kind of just goes back to what I was saying. Um, surfing culture Was born on never needing to, never needing that. It doesn't need to be validated. Yes, we all work for industry brands and we want to grow it, but we've kind of grown it to a place where. Bro, I
1: didn't say to validate it. I said to popularize it.
2: Which, which which I think is, which is. Do you know how disappointed a a like fifteen year old in Wisconsin who like looks.
0: he YouTube surfing and, and sees he gets like code like, red, du- and then all of a sudden he sees the Olympics, and these guys are freaking bunny hopping on freaking stupid slop.
2: Or he gets like the because, I, like, I gets, said that. He but... gets the WSL and like a like these guys like look it looks like Formula One in a way. We're like I I like and maybe I owe oh, I'm overly romantic, but like I want surfing to be like raw and outlaw and like guys were just like living their culture because it's their culture. and of course you can market that around that. But now we're like we're like we're like, yeah, Jeep or Polo, sell me your, uh, your, your cologne on the beach. And like I'm like, we don't need that. We don't need to be Olympic Olympic guys.
1: So I, I think I agree with you, but I think I also say there's a different surfing is so mature. And bigger than it used to be, that there's still that romantic, you know, individual surf trip all by yourself, just you and your friend yeah. over here. But then there's the the jock part of it, which is the sport part of it, which is the Olympic part of it, which is a WSL part of it. That's that's there too.
2: Yeah. Well, I I right? I, want, I want them to live. I hundred percent want it Cause to because what you do and what you were doing, to what you
1: were doing with what, what youth and and Kai does with his video, that's insane, and there's a place for that, mm-hmm. right? So I think you know surfing is bigger than just one thing, surfing it. You know I we agree. talk about I this. I had to we talk it. about this a lot. Like when when I used to work at Huntington Sport. Back in the day, right, they, they didn't, you know, not, not that I've been there that long or that long ago, but, you know, when, when surfing, when a surf shop first opened, it, it only had surfboards and maybe a t-shirt, and then it became more and more, right, which, yeah, you know, clothing isn't really like surfing, but surfers created brands that are sold in surf shops, right? Now...
0: What was my point?
2: <laughs> no, you get into it into city you, territory.
0: You want the the brand or the sport to grow, but you don't want it to like lose its like cool, yeah. coolness.
2: Yeah. Well, I get. I guess like my, all the only thing I get, I just get nervous. And oh, I'm, I'm here's my point. Okay, Sorry, let me finish yeah, my point. That out. was all I was rambling.
1: So, so you know, back in the day, you only had a surfer, right? And then all of a sudden, you seen like a surfer that was like a jock surfer, right? Or a granola, you know, hippie yeah. surfer. Or a hipster, Kai Neville, Craig Anderson, Dion Agus surfer.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And then, you know, there's subcultures within all those subcultures. Mm-hmm. And then skateboarding, same thing. Yeah, yeah. the fresh guy, you have the hesh guy, you have the fucking yeah. death metal guy. So you have so many subcultures now. And that's what, you know... Our cultures are. There's subcultures.
0: Well, that so, just gives room for, for people to have brands that support all of those. And it just, yeah. it does. It makes an industry where before there was just a hand, you could count all the surf brands on like both hands. Mm-hmm. And now there's, you know, multiply that by like five because of all those subcultures. Yeah. You got to make sure, you know, there's a niche and there's a right. like a way. And that's what's cool about the sport where it does grow into those specialty niches. But I mean, going back to the Olympics, I'm excited but I don't, I don't, I don't. yeah, like it just yeah. comes down like to surf. Like me would probably be, I, I would have been like,
2: that's cool. We're getting like validated. Yeah. And I think just like as I've like grown up, I, I, I don't need to be validated with my surf life.
0: Yeah. I wish they'd bring back the, the, the billabong uh, challenges, you know, yeah, and, and more so specialty good. events. Skins. Skins and just different destinations, the, the rip curl search contest, different venue, yeah. something new. Yeah, I agree. And, but
1: I, going back to my point, though, I think surfing is in a healthy spot with that, with with the Board Riders Club in the U.S., um, with the Olympics globally, with wave pools popping up all over the place. Have you surfed a wave pool yet? No. Not a one? Never have. I've, 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 You're, are you – why are you so anti-?
2: I just, I just I don't I don't I don't need it. Of course, it looks it looks fun. It just it it doesn't add anything to my surf experience. And I've like now I now. Bro, got, you haven't done it yet. I know, but now it's gotten to everybody. Keeps saying it. like I didn't say it the other day. It was like you you got to surf it until and, it. and you, then you can harp on it. You do. But <laughs> I, I guess it's it's like my little mini protest to like. The mechanization of just about everything, the skipping of the process, it's, like, it's, it's, like, uh, like I was saying, like, it's, like, trying to get rich quick. Like, every beginner just wants to, like, get barreled in the wave pool, and I'm, like, you, you've, you've already lost the game. You know and, what? And, like, I get, as a good surfer, like, sure, I've already, like, done the, the gauntlet, and I could I should be able to go paddle out in the wave pool, and, like do some turns but I I like personally just don't care anymore at some point in my life of course I'd have been like psyching I was a kid probably trying to draw away pools yeah uh, but now I've just at, at my point it, it, I've learned that what what this life this surf life that I have it, it I don't need to mechanize it I don't want I don't want to do it I, like, I love I your I love a your uh, magazine, I never read it. Kindle
1: <laughs> I love your um what do you call it? Not stubbornness, but just like... No,
2: that's probably the word. At this point, like it's kind of gotten like funny to me. William Finnegan even like said I was the, or he didn't say me by name, but in the New Yorker, said everybody, but one person, one person declined their invite and it was me. (laughs) And so now, once I saw that, I was like, well, I should probably stick to this at this point.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah. But (laughs) let me tell you, the wave... Is amazing,"
2: said Lyndon from Outermost.
1: Yeah, but but (laughs) but Bobby Lockhart from Vistla or Jeff Booth from wherever.
2: My my longtime nemesis like works for FCS now, and he goes once a year. He's like, you're an idiot.
1: Did he surf it already? (laughs) Oh, so so you know exactly how good the fucking wave is. Yeah, I got that. It's insane.
2: I went to it. Yeah, like stood there with a (laughs) cocktail, and I was like.
1: Did you get a chance to go in the water?
2: Not that day. I, okay. I got invited to all the media days, but yeah. I like declined them. And then I went to the to the social distortion concert. <laughs> <laughs> I, those
3: guys I don't work.
2: know. No, they can't. Well I think Mike Ness's son rips or rips at skating. i d I'm not sure. I but they replaced Blinkpoint a <laughs> It was in the papers. <laughs> Um, anyways, I went to that thing just so I could like check it out. So
1: I you went, haven't even surfed uh, Waco yet?
2: No, I've surfed none of them. I don't. I have been invited to all of them.
1: Yeah. You're gonna do Palm Springs?
2: No. no, no. <laughs> I, I mean, like, it's just a, It's a. I don't know. I don't. I don't need it. I I'm good. Yeah. I, I like. I I feel like I've like exhausted all of my. Um, ranted about it like enough. Yeah. I'm, that like, you, Now you can't. Right. I like sort of made my thing. and yeah. uh, I don't want to surf it, and now it's a big joke. But it, like I said, at the end of the day, it's like um, it's it's like the I love the journey. I love the long, hard, stupid way to everything. Um, because like like I said, this is what we're here for. It's like we're we're the the processes are what it is. I,
0: yeah. It would just be Sean a showing up bummer to blow a wave at the wave pool. Yes. <laughs> an inherent show, bummer. An inherent bummer.
2: World, I wouldn't be that psyched to like at the end of the day I know like getting barrel is, is like fun that's why it's so fun to get barrel in the ocean it's like we have this like one rad lightning in a bottle thing where we can ride a fucking wave in the right. ocean and we're just like going to put it in a bottle and put it in a in a park and, yeah. and do it and like you can make the skate comparison at skate park it's like you can do it but skaters don't have the ocean and I'm not gonna get all ethereal yeah. and transcendental, but like it's just it's, too it's late, like, bro. You already it's have. It's a process. It's just like what I'd <laughs> like to do, and uh, well, at the end of the day, I'd rather. You're a like purist. The, it, but I, it's so weird because I grew up not being a purist. I read like Alan Weisbecker's book, uh, The Search for Captain Zero, the other day. Um, Did you guys know that book? It's like a fuck. No, no a I don't famous, know that book. <laughs> it's a surf book. It's about surfing. <laughs> Okay. It's about, you should read it, it's great. Drug smuggling, surfing, road it. trips. Okay, read it, everyone read it. This Is, like a, is it, this you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it an is? audiobook? Yeah, yeah. It is? get it. What is it called again? Searching for Captain Zero by Alan Weisbecker.
1: Okay. Did you read the other... Uh,
2: what is Finnegan's?
3: Yeah, what is Barbarian that? Barbarian Days. Yeah, Barbarian yeah, Days. Yeah, of
2: course. Bar- Barbarian Days is like, William Finnegan is a beautiful writer. Okay. <laughs> he can write uh that book that book is i i for a long time didn't like reading surf books because uh it's sort of a, like, it's like a i don't know surf journalism or surf writing kind of it's just exhaustive sometimes it gets a little bit
1: did you read that right, uh smiths
2: yeah i've read of course of course i've read chas i <laughs> so i read those uh, and, I, and finnegan's is, is like a it's a beautiful prose and it, the story is, it's cool. But, the, we're talking to an English major. We're talking about it. Weisbecker's book though. It, uh, he, he said, he's like, you a lost me at hello. I <laughs> forget. <laughs> was in, oh, I was going to say he nerd. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> going back to my uncle. Like, oh. Uh, no, most writers are drunk, alcoholic, loser, psychopaths. Oh, yeah. All writers are. But you're not. Yeah, no, not me. <sighs> yeah. I'm not a bear, bro. <laughs> great. Uh, he, he, like, I, I compared, he was talking about, like, errors in, in the book, and, like, people like learning errors, and he's kind of, like, over it, and he sounds like a grump, and he's kind of talking about the modern, like, condition of surfers trying to, like, rip a wave, and he writes about it really articulately, or, you know, it's like, mm. you understand it, but I don't want to sound like that in my like wave pool. I don't want to get too like, but I swear to God, like surfing, you know, I don't know, you guys don't, no one's like, we're not going to get psychedelic here, but surfing is this rare thing that we have. That we're,
3: With nature. We
2: don't even have a phone and we, you can process, even if it's just like to organize your head, but it's a, we, we get pretty close to the, to the, <laughs> the next space and I'm, I'm literally not trying to get because i grew up on no stupid is i want to get psyched and go over it yeah but you know it's surfing is the special whole, the whole thing kind of like it just it's just like the get rich quick scheme version of surfing and, and it's cool if, if i could get my dad in there to go get barreled i would do it in a heartbeat or i want you i want jay to go get barreled in there well <laughs> i, I, I mean
0: but i, I don't the camaraderie that like the layout it's like having the best Pool day, beach day with your friends. You In know? a country club. Which yeah. is like and right of the second part where I fucking hate country clubs. Yeah. And <laughs> I Hey, if you don't have to pay for it. Yeah, but like you know when you like get invited somewhere where you're like But it's a status quo now, like, Oh yeah, I surf the pool and it's like, Okay, you're rich and I'm not. Yeah. You know, like that's what it comes I down to I surf the pool and I'm not rich. Well, that's because you Obviously, having in with somebody. Thank yeah, you. We,
2: I I just want people to know he's man, had it. He's had it. Whole, he's... That's not the whole story to surfing, and I think that's why you know. But how the adult learner is is missing like a whole chunk of it. That I'm like, I don't care if you start when you're 50. Yeah. yeah, the process you're about to like have the funnest process of your For life sure. to, to learn
0: whatever phase. But for and, entertainment level, I think the where they're kind of missing the boat a little bit is like, dude, slap one of those down right in Vegas, main main strip, and cool. surround it with like theater and food and like let, show these guys like do a stab high right there, like four days a week. The, at the night. stab high comes in the party is is the
2: right way to go about it. Yeah. Like just just blow it out and get drunk and do airs. I like mostly it's like <laughs> Yeah, it... Go for that. It's a it's a controlled environment, finally that we have to kind of like do the technical kind of fun things. But it's a cool part of surfing. So it's it's just just like like,
1: so for for inherent bummer. Going back to it, it's it's a great time for inherent bummer to blossom in the world that you want it to blossom in the surf world, right?
2: Yeah, like I hope I hope it kind of becomes a a beacon or like a home for just kind of like.
1: Yeah, and know, and you know, abstract. Olympics not your thing, doesn't matter,
2: right? But uh, I'm okay with comment I want to, I want to take it all in, and like we're allowed to say whatever we want. Yeah, yeah. Like, but
1: but what I'm saying is like what you're going to be doing, right? Mm-hmm. Your creative agency, pretty much, right? Yeah. Or just, I yeah. think it's a great time for your creative agency to 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 blossom. Yeah. To,
2: it, it opens up all sorts of weird opportunities. It makes people that wouldn't be looking at it look at it which careful, we'll be careful when we you know sister folds we fucked that up a few times with different just yeah. t- what um, like when you're getting polo cologne sprayed on you on the beach or
1: like, <laughs> are you spraying it underwater <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's like okay water it's the essence
1: oh my gosh I mean it's right
2: for jokes yeah but anyways, yeah, yeah that, I guess that's my way to spiel. I, I feel like I am like exhausted it to a point like, on, in, in like, whatever. But All I have to say is I, I don't you,
1: knock it till you try it.
2: In the, and There is, like, that theory, but I don't know.
3: Yeah,
0: whatever. Yeah. Well, let me, let, let me know when you guys book a day there and make sure I'm on the list. Yeah, I'll, I'll give hey, you my ID. It's
1: only 50K and Heron Bummer can afford that. <laughs> yeah. So Why did you bring this notebook?
3: Yeah. I don't
1: know. What's the notebook
2: for? What do you, you write some
0: poetry? Yeah. Uh, Should we go
2: through it? It's my schedule. Nice. Is I it your schedule? Look at, you guys all have pens and paper out too. I, you know? I don't know. I, 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 I know. Honestly, I- Well, oh, Larson in does. In case does. I like, need to Just like doodle. someone's like, last name, I don't want to doodle, you know, butcher anyone. Thank so, all the sponsors. Yeah, we do. We have lots of do you have a sponsor? Chad Wells. Okay. Yeah. I, oh, I do have a sponsor. My dentist. Mm. Hotta
0: Family Dental.
2: He, Rich, doc, yeah, Rich Hada, yes, him? Rich.
0: We just we just texted each other the other day. And my wetsuit
2: has a huge Hada family dental logo. He gets me know wetsuits.
0: Wow, what he does? He does Jordy Smith's teeth, uh,
2: Chip Wilson's, yeah. Keanu's scene. Oh, he's he's the
0: industry uh, tooth teeth and tooth he's, fairy. He's this he's,
2: he's the nicest sweetest person. Oh, my dad's amazing. going tomorrow for his first appointment at nice. Hada Family Dental, and in Mission Diego, Frankie D'Andrea from the Waco. And Tristan uh, DeAndrea from stance, that I've worked with them forever in different capacities. I was just like, hadn't gone to the dentist in forever, and they're like, Yeah, let's go here. And it turns out he does everyone in yeah. the world's teeth. And he's the nicest person. And he awesome. loves surfing and he rips and he's just like yeah. a legend. I, he like trailblazes and just changed the culture of dentistry. Mm. I no one wants to go to dentists, right?
0: Mm-hmm. I look forward to going. Like, my dentist is retired. I'm coming to you, Rich. We've been talking about it for a while, but I felt loyal. True, and now my guy's retired.
2: Yeah. So there's to. my sponsor plug. I literally my wetsuit has a logo. It's like the What blue blue. you wearing? I think it's in a Delia wetsuit that okay. he printed the um, Hot of Family Dental. Okay. On. Um, what 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 boards are you on right now? Still doc. Still dial. I have a Nine Lights by Jeff Beck. Uh, he's like a a what? It's all wood. It's made of, like, balsa wood. Mm, his, land, his label is... Or is nine, the door? Nine lights. No, he does his own. It's beautiful. Check out his site. He's He makes works like Birch and, and like the, and RT and Volcom, like, all the underground, like, guys who are into those wild crafts. Yeah. He's just, like... Other cosmic guy. beings. Piece of, pieces of art. And anyways, him and my dad had become friends because they had shops next to each other, and my dad had been telling me about him for a really long time, and then I finally pieced together... Who he was and what he was making, and, and he's he's like absolute underground legend, and he made me this like 5'2 two, twin fin keel fin beautiful like balsa all wood like it's on my Instagram. So Something you like, put on your wall, but you and, want to surf it. Yeah, I'm I shred it every day. I, he just fixed the d on and <laughs> deck for me because I'm like, you gotta surf it. Not gonna hang it, no hangers. <laughs> uh, he'd be so sad if you hung it on the wall, even though it's it completely it. worthy. Yeah, um, but yeah surf sort of prescriptions doc and amber go see them any chance anyone gets
0: no yeah. um, any advice uh you want to give to our listeners or any any advice any, like, I, don't I don't know, know surf, sort of, surf sort of advice industry advice like follow your passion your dream advice? yeah
2: no i mean my whole thing is like uh yeah don't get don't don't get to it. just like the, the process and i i think I, I ranted about it what youth and and Bummer too. Like the the journey of like day to day, it's like really easy to go especially now where we get wrapped up in like where we're not at, like where we're not at, we're not at the party, we're not in the way to the pool, we're not on the trip, like whatever. It's
0: let <clears> like, it me down a little bit. Don't it's, be it's so. It's just you know
2: like be be like more in the moment of where you're at with your with your spot, and like. I don't know,
0: and Surround yourself with good. That homeless. sounds
2: that sounds really like not loud, but you know it's, it's really just you know there is no. There's no, like, whatever whatever you're chasing, like, you, you'll get there, promise. But you're also you to the enjoy to enjoy that, like, the ride more than when it's you good. get there. It's going to be the same. You're going to want to go on another trip as soon as you get home. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: That's yeah. True. true.
2: Yeah.
0: That's the worst, huh? Packing up your board bag on the way home. Oh, Just like God. now. Yeah. Worst thing is packing up an interview like we have to now. Hey, we have least, <laughs> you know? <laughs> we, have we would talk forever. But <laughs> when you know is- what? You know we gotta wrap up sometime,
1: dude. Travis Ferre.
0: surfing been a big magazine fan editor. of of uh,
1: your body of work. Yep, go ahead, Lar.
0: Surfing magazine, wet surfing chief editor, wet <laughs> surfing. <laughs> what youth? What youth? Yeah. Creator, co-creator. Uh, I mean, five years, six years there, and now inherent bummer. So, inherentbummer.com.
2: Yep. Okay. Yeah. And then Instagram's just an ad inherent bummer. And uh, yeah, we're just kind of getting all that going. And, Check it out, you guys. Um, yeah, sign up for the newsletter. I think that's where kind of the most fun will begin, I guess. It's like, hopefully, it's a fun thing again. Kind of Sweet. off
0: the wall. Yeah. I subscribed uh, to your Instagram. Okay, yeah, perfect. One of 64,000.
3: Wow.
0: Yeah. Way yeah. to go. Just strategy there. Yeah. Cool,
3: cool. They're real.
2: They're real, but uh, I believe it. story. I, if you go to the first Instagram You better
1: page. fucking post the show.
2: Oh yeah, no, I will. <laughs> <Of course. laughs>
1: you better do a live story right now. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, that.
2: Is that how it works? I don't know no, don't works. Works. but yeah. Um no, I appreciate it. thanks for, you guys for having me. Um I like we kind of talked about, it. it's like, you know, these, these things bloom and this is what we should all be kind of doing. It's, yeah. it's like circling around with the, with the guys that you know um you know are are in it for the right reasons it's like a very it's a very test tube world out there like everybody thinks they have kind of a the algorithm sort to, to like
0: crack the we're just surfing dude and we love surfing and that's it. that's easy and we love talking to people because yeah. it everybody's got a cool story and like how your story turned out is you saw a vision of like i'm a surf fan and i want to be Maybe a a writer because that's what I'm good at. And how doors open because you're following your your passion. You're going to, I'm going to school to learn how to, you know, write. And who did you bump into? Kimball Taylor. Yeah. And And then that opened that door. And look where it led. Yeah.
1: I mean, you know, you're, we've known you since you're a fucking Grom. Mm -hmm. And
0: you're still a Grom.
1: You're still a fucking Grom. But we've known you for. We've known you for 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 a long freaking time. Um, we've seen you uh, do great things. We know you're you're going to continue to great to do great things. And you know our show is is fun for us. And uh, most of the people we interview are are our friends. And um, we hope nothing but the best for Travis Ferre and Inherent Bummer. And we hope to be a part of that. You know? Oh yeah, with Ruka.
2: Yeah, no, yeah. thanks for it. To be invited with on... With Outer Known? Jay Larson's podcast. Yeah. This is like... I'm, I'm kind of just... Peaked. And I'm not kidding. Like, <laughs> Grown me, freaking out. <laughs> I was saying, and just and the and beginning, dude. We're, yeah.
0: we're partnering up huge moving forward. Yeah. 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 Let's, Newsletter presented by
2: Outer yeah. Known and Ruka. Yeah. There you go. See? Yeah. I know By people. the way, Outer Known is not my style, but what they're doing with... Sustain, trying to be sustainable and it fucking costs you more money you get a lot of shit for that I'm sure in a variety of ways but yeah. like the the like the amount of product this industry is doing is psycho and we need to tone it back and so it needs to be done right yeah but you know not to and Ruka, Ruka on, the, on the other end of the spectrum I just want to do a quick shout out to them but Ruka is one of the brands that I think like has embraced every type of character face and like wonderful thing that surf and skate culture and art culture have like done. And despite like who owns them or whatever moment they're having, you know, like on the North Shore, like, Rook House is the spot and and they continue to like surprise. Like I love that they embrace like the MMA. I love that they embrace like surfers with all sorts of storied pasts. I love that they're like picking up the young groms or
0: Pat Tenori. Yeah. Is a, Pat's a creative a genius. genius. And and the fact that he has been able to marriage all those subcultures and get those people together, it's,
2: it's You go to a meeting with Pat Tenori, he's never alone, and this is the raddest part of it, is he always he would like introduce you to either some crazy famous artist or some crazy famous MMA guy, and your meeting would turn into this Exactly why we do this. You know, <laughs> I don't even know how to say it, but you come out and you're like, "Oh my god!" And you know, he just flowed in and out, and it's it's like it's just a testament to like him being the creative, the the, the person to just put the let people be who they are, and like you can wrap a brand around that. It doesn't I don't care if you yeah. hate wave pools or love wave pools, or you like to tie people in pretzels, or you like to surf. The, here, like he lets them just go do it, and they all we all find like a red
0: connection
3: point, yeah, yeah.
0: Anyways, I wanted to give that for the outer not And like what, Eureka, yeah, Eureka. Our, main, our main um, life's lifelines, thanks you guys for supporting us, our main sponsors, <laughs> <laughs> our main sponsors, yeah. Um, but no, it's awesome. I mean, it's good to recognize everybody that, that is doing good, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm all right,
1: Travis, Travis Ferre. Go rip! Thank yeah. you for uh, being it. on the Late Night with Chalky podcast.
3: It's not that late, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still oh. Oh.
1: But um, this has been fun. Let's do it again.
2: Anytime.
1: Let's oh. surf. Yeah, I'll see you.
2: There.
1: Maybe not right now. Okay. <laughs>
3: okay.
1: Peace out. Peace out.